Anybody watch House of Cards? You House yeah. of Cards watchers? American Horror Story. Watched the uh, first three episodes so far. Did the first episode, uh, did it, the first episode of season two, just came out Friday. Did it use your uh, your scrotum as a speed bag? That is one way to put it, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, go ahead I, and elaborate on that. I, well, the uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything, obviously, but the uh, you know the last season ended on some pretty sour events, and I don't know if they planned it all along or if it was their response to the you know fan reaction to the end of, of the right. first season. But the right out of the gate, right out of the gate, the first episode just goes, blah. <laughs> just, I mean, it lays it on the table, just zip right on the table yeah. and goes, all right, this we're in charge and we know what we're doing. So you just sit there and enjoy yeah. it. And oh, it's the, hilarious. My favorite part of that first episode, I don't want to give anything away again, but how Kevin Spacey. Because in the first whole the first season, you yeah, know, he he's interacting with you as the audience from yeah. time to time, explaining different things. And, oh, right, and, and and how he doesn't do that for the large part of the first yeah, episode until the very end. You're like, and then the way he does it is yeah. just like, oh, holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> it's like, wow, he doesn't just hate everybody on the show; he hates me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I right after we got done, I texted uh, Strom in Indianapolis, who is a, a fan of the first season. I said, I said, dude, if you watch the first episode, he's oh. I forgot that came out today and i'm like by the way you know that part you liked last season you're gonna get that again also <laughs> you need to watch it who was it uh strom who strom from an, oh gear bear yeah okay, okay. <laughs> now Your i know new pet name about. for him yeah and uh he texted me you know halfway through the show and is like what <laughs> <laughs> and I knew, even though I wasn't watching, I knew exactly what part of the show he was at. And then, the funny thing is, they at the very end of the show, he texted me again, cracking up. And I'm like, Ash. that wasn't the climax of the show either. No, no, That's yeah, the yeah. There's huge, there's huge events that happened in that first episode. It's just, and he's already said he's like, if the whole season's like this, this is gonna kill me. And I'm like, well, is it really that good? It it is a great show. It is dark, and it is. And it is very convincing. It makes a very convincing argument for the behavior of some of the more sadistic people on Capitol Hill. This is House of Cards, right? Yeah. It's yeah. on my list. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of shows on my list. Yeah. Actually. It is. It's 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 a great show to consume, but it's also maddening if you let yourself think about it too hard. Because you start thinking like, oh, man, is this the way it really is? Is this the way it really is? And the truth of the matter is, no, the vast majority of the people on Capitol Hill, of course, are not this way. But you know there are some that this is a really this is fiction. It's not real, but it's really realistic. It is it it you know there's there is there's some truth into everything they do. Yeah, yeah. It just depends on the, the amount of well, truth. yeah, and you can tell that a lot of what they do is is really inspired yeah. from from potentially real things. Right. And it's uh it's really intense. And I mean, the whole show is just filled with phenomenal acting. I mean, it's oh, just, man. and the production quality is cinema. Yeah. Absolute good cinema quality. Mm-hmm. That show just, yeah. Well, oh, man, yeah, you're not going to get shows like that much on, you know, normal television. No, you couldn't, days. you couldn't, No, but it, you know, and they do like some of the other, some of the pawns, uh, characters that are more pawns on the show. You can tell are more representative of like, 
this is what it is like for a lot of people on Capitol Hill. Well, they're just they're there because they ran and they got the funding, but they're not really that smart. They're not that savvy, and they're pretty petty. Yeah, you know, and you yeah. get that. You're like, yeah, but that's not the main characters. The main character show is it's it's yeah. like driven, collected, focused. Nothing gets in the way of stuff getting done, and so you know, like there are a few of those people on the hill that are the movers, and you get all these little pawns that are just you know manipulated because they're just normal people yeah. in ex- in extreme circumstances you know yeah so yeah that's 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 a good one can i express a, a moment of concern what's that if six o'clock rolls around and your wife comes and kicks down the door <laughs> i'm in the line of fire yeah it's true I'm, i would like for I'm you protected. to step up and be the shield for the well rest if of that us. happens i've got this bucket right here if that happens i'll just <laughs> You're gonna need vomit heavier, man. i'll just vomit and that'll scare scare her off immediately i get i get Time for dinner i dare you go, go upstairs go upstairs when we're done and say to my wife say hey and we get her attention and then make the most realistic fake vomiting sound you can make <laughs> oh i'm pretty good at making fake vomiting sounds she will immediately start gagging <laughs> immediately Nuh-uh. just Oh yeah. Oh yes. Absolutely. She cannot handle it. Like if the times I've gotten sick in the master bathroom, she starts gagging in the other room and has gone to the bath the other the main bath because <laughs> just dirty. the sound. But if you fake it, she will start gagging right there. She Yeah. Oh, I do it all the time. I'll just get up and just you know, and she'll just, just she'll, stop it. Stop it. She completely goes to pieces. I'll say, What's for dinner? <laughs> She will uh, absolutely. It She'll will throw work. A bratwurst at me. Yeah, which then we'll all start vomiting <laughs> yeah. from the uncooked bratwurst. Welcome to episode number pause thirty five thirty five of press play to save. That's a unpause. We press play to unpause. Yes. and also to save. Can we rewind? Okay. okay. 35 <laughs> press play to save the podcast that you turn to to hear either about pooping or puking hooray <laughs> mostly, also, pooping. Yeah, mostly pooping and also uh hey we talk about games we talk about gaming on the cheap we talk about uh, uh good deals that you might find in the space of wasting your time um I, for Spanish speakers, that's una ganga para el juegos. That's the deals of the games. The deals of the games. So you're welcome. I'm expanding all audiences. I believe you said that uh, is a deal of the games. Yeah, I never said it was grammatically correct. Yeah. That's just how you say it. Yeah, otherwise, it would be la unas. Or unas isn't a word. It'd be <laughs> yeah, it's unas. las gangas. Oh, las de las juegos or de las juegas or I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, My you're Spanish not doing much better. We we're both. We're both. Close. At least I mult. At least I. I said we're going to give them more than one deal. We're going to give them multiple oh, deals. Are we? This is the deal Hopefully. of all deals. The deal of all deals. <laughs> the deal of all deals. The deals. The, this is the deals. Deal or no deal. Fair enough. I am your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson, and with me on the right, of course, ever supportive in this endeavor with dynamite drops and 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 speedy sass. Is Mr. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh Christopher uh Jangle Stump. Captain Sassy Pants. Captain Sassy Pants. You know, I'm the reason you guys are always on your toes though. That's I, true. I, I I'm yeah. the I'm the bubblegum of this duct tape re- train wreck. There you go. The bubblegum of the duct tape train yeah, wreck. I'm, you're not I'm, the duct tape. No, I'm the internal layer. <laughs> Who's then, the duct tape if you're the bubblegum? I think Howie's the duct tape. I do the not want to be on top of you. So am I the train wreck? 
don't know how I feel about that. You're, you're the metal encasing of the train wreck. I'm sitting here holding my vomit bucket just in case, going, am I the train wreck? <laughs> what do you guys mean by that? Well, we need to have a talk. Yeah, well, it is true, though, that you know the guy holding the vomit bucket is the farthest from the door, so... <laughs> and just something to think about. The man in the not. line of fire is also the smallest one in the room. That's true. I'll get him just a little puked guy. on. Yeah. Yeah. You don't realize we engineered all of this for that very reason. Technically though, opening that door, she's facing Howie first. Unless she That's comes true. in the room to face me, then you are directly in the line of fire. But she will. Most unless likely. Unless she's just in a fit of rage and just throwing bows and punches and then Howie will take some recall. Throwing bows? Throwing bows? Elbows? Oh, elbows. Throwing, throwing bows. bows. I've never heard that. Never heard I thought bows? you meant throwing like, bow yeah, staffs. Yeah, like she's walking in with like bow staffs or like bows and arrows and just chucking them at us. <laughs> like, that's not how those like weapons are used. She's throwing hair bows. <laughs> Tie your hair. This, Tie your hair. <laughs> this is an ineffective no! use of your time. No. <laughs> not my I hair. I don't have the length required to utilize those. I, I can't do it. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. ma'am. And eat dinner by six. No, it's at six. At six. Oh, man. Yeah, listeners, you didn't hear my wife threw down the gauntlet of the <laughs> the oven-mitted, insulated gauntlet she th- <laughs> of dinner is at six. If you're not done by then, all will die. I believe she, she said, you eat at six or you don't eat. No, But she said it broadcasted to everybody. Yeah, like, wasn't, she wasn't she saying goes, it to me. She goes, anyone who's eating tonight eats at six. Now, mind and you, that's that. mind you, listeners, oh. it is not a thing that we do where the guys stay for dinner after the no, podcast. No, 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 That's why it's so scary. So she made it clear that if you don't eat at six, you're not. So Chris is like, what if I don't get home in time? <laughs> I mean, if we leave at 545, Howie gets home in time. You're here. I'm yeah. screwed. No, you get She'll home at five me. after. And yeah, she'll know. I know she will. She'll know. You're you're like you just like you grab the can opener and just clink into like the the top of a can my, of spaghetti. My phone vibrates. What do you yeah. think you're doing? Yeah, exactly. Uh. Nothing. And then you start turning the crank, and the whole kitchen starts vibrating and rumbling. The fires of hell are bursting up between the tiles. You oh, yeah. shall not eat. Yeah. That's that's my wife. That's what I married into. And of course, on Chris's right over there is Mister uh, Stephen J. Howie at Master Control. Hello. There it is. Changing up, switching up the pace a little there. Yes. Bringing it down. We can do a little Hot 1079. Is it 97.3? Or no, it's 96.3. They go, uh, it's like with Delilah. It's supposed to be like sexy after midnight or something. <laughs> I like, wouldn't know. They're like, hey, you're listening to sexy at midnight. Here's another tune. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a Delilah. Sexy at midnight. Is that not her name? I have no idea. It's it's weird. Delilah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. That's all you need to know is it's hey, like back in the day before the internet, man. That's how you got your fix. You listen into the sexy radio shows. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready to get hot and wild? You call in with your penthouse forum stories. I never thought it would happen to me, but I was on the bus and oh, this has gone south. Yep. We're gonna switch on the oldie station. Hey, uh, let's just jump right in with both feet, Chris. What you been playing this week, my man? Oh, well, all right. Nothing, nothing really new. Yeah. I played a little Fallout. Uh, a little more Fallout. Good. I'm kind of little Fallout Three. Not really getting anywhere with that game. You don't have to get anywhere, do you? I know, but no, you don't. But I kind of like my last two play periods. It was like not very long, maybe an hour, hour and a half playing. I didn't accomplish anything. I just walked, and I never really found anything. I never really killed anyone. I think I'm lost. I think I'm lost. Are you using your compass to find new things? 
Oh. I'm telling you, when you get to the point where you feel like you're just walking around, you start I, you looking at those little you start quests? looking at those little open checks on your compass. No, not yeah. the quests. Well, Anywhere, no, just look look at your compass, turn around and look for those little open triangles or whatever and go, okay, I'm going to go seen, find whatever that is. I mean, I've seen like the red bars, which means there's an enemy somewhere. No, 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 yeah. Little little tiny like white, I think they're white open triangles and that means there's something nearby you have yet to discover. Well, I think it's high time that I start doing a little bit of the main story. That's Yeah, you do a little bit of that I, too. I think I've avoided it long enough where I've gotten my fill of aimlessly walking i need to do a little bit and get to like a new area yeah. and then start doing some more aimless walking. I've, I've found doors uh look i found like doors i would have never noticed were there just by following the little open white triangles or okay. open green okay. triangles whatever they are in uh fallout specifically because i'm also confusing i know there's white triangles in uh skyrim which is the same developer so it might I'll be look green things but yeah yeah they've take, only take ever seen red Red marks. The red marks are yeah. There's an enemy quest, who's seen, aware of you nearby. I've seen quest indicator stuff. Like there's a quest in yeah, that direction. It's, 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 it took me. I was playing for a while before I even noticed them. Interesting. So yeah, you gotta yeah keep a gander out. But you'll re- once you know they're there, you'll see them all the time. You'll you'll no matter where you are, you'll be like, nature. oh, there's stuff all around me nearby that I can find. So yeah. So I played a little bit of that. I played a lot of Dota. You know, that's pretty new. Uh, <laughs> a lot of Dota too. Um. I need a moment of silence because I lost someone very dear to me. Oh, no. My, my level 35 You're, engineer. You were so confident that you were going to make it this I time. I beat the game with this character. Now, what, I, I, was, I almost did. Of I was course, at the end of, of Act course, two. we're talking about uh, Torchlight, Torchlight 2. 2. And those listeners, who, uh, if you're new, uh, Chris uh, hates himself, and so he likes to play on whatever extreme suicide hardcore hardcore veteran, yeah, or big blap whatever the highest one is version is where it's inst- or permadeath if you die. Yes. And we we always question why? Why do you hate yourself? No, For it's fun. This is For the, the time. Thrill. I'm gonna make it this time. I almost did. That guy was very well. Well, but you know, very well. What sir? Developed. Oh. He was very well geared, uh, but you very know, well endowed he, in terms of lots of milk. I did get to harvest a lot of weapons for other characters using him. Yeah. So I have oh, you all my other characters chest or whatever. Yeah, they'll be easier because I have a shared chest that I have gear to start my leveling and to work towards that are really good. Yeah. So if I I decide I'm taking a break from it anyway because yeah. I kind of wanted to not get burnt out before the new Diablo patch next month. Right, or not which is a expansion. similar similar genre game. Similar, yeah, action RPG thing. Uh, yeah, but that was I died in the shittiest way possible. <laughs> it was. Did you just like 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 a goblin just followed you around and you were up no. talking on the phone or something? And I was in a little dude just nipped at you. I was in an area <laughs> that. It's like a mechanized area, so there's lots of traps and stuff on the floor. Yeah, and then all the. Like, a lot of the enemies look like statues, and then they turn into, like, mech units or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had just downed, like, this really hard boss that took me a long time. It was, like, a 15-minute battle. And I downed him without any problems. It just took a long time. Right. And then I was walking through the next stage of this map, and I killed a mob. And then there was – I was on, like, a higher level, and I was supposed to go down a staircase. And I clicked down there because there was some ranged guy shooting – he was plinking at me. It wasn't hurting, but like I clicked to get to better range, so I yeah. could just fire something down there, and I must have clicked wrong, so it pathed me weird. Yeah. So it, instead of going where I wanted to go, it like backed me up and made a circle. So the pathing on my clicking j- just wrong. I stepped right over a trap that insta gibbed me, I, <laughs> and that's that was a lot. Of, 
maybe it's turned to be all like of that. your effort to meaty bloody chunks. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I could have. I obviously could have avoided it because I knew it was there, but I didn't mean to step on it anyway. It was like the way I clicked made my guy step on it. Yeah. But I should have. I've stepped on those things before, and I've had enough health that I could just step off, and yeah. it was fine. But the way that it happened, like I stepped on the furthest corner and I was like, oh, shit. So I went and I tried to step off and I went across it instead of just stepping to the side. Yep. So, so I, you I just twitched. went right through the heart I, of the tornado yeah, of I death. twitched wrong and it, it drained faster than I could heal. And it was frustratingly <laughs> sad. So what did you throw? How, yeah, what did you throw? What got I thrown? I didn't break anything, did you, actually. Did you, did you fist down on the counter, on the on the desktop? I was more stunned like... He sat there for what? a few seconds. Like, <laughs> just jaw dropped. And then, then I read that message of, your character tear. is dead. Make a new guy? Fuck <laughs> you. No. A single tear scrolling down yeah. your cheek. <laughs> My engineer. Did he have a name? Did you name him? Uh, it know? was a girl. Her oh, name was Nellie. Her name was Nellie. Nellie, no. Nellie. Come back. <laughs> it was sad. It was very well, sad. Well, R.I.P. Nellie. I'm sad and yet delighted in a sadistic <laughs> way to hear it. Howie, what have you been playing this week? Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I picked uh, picked up Fallout 3 a while back. And wait, I decided wait, wait. To, what? Uh, We're to playing the same up. game? Yeah, really? Real? to fire that up. I'm like, you know what? This is old enough to be, you know, if I waited... Was it much longer it would be dated it'd be dated yeah and you know playing it i'm like okay yeah, it's not as um it's really nice looking still but it's not as nice as like skyrim or something like that right right so yeah i was like okay yeah it's time to play this and so yeah i've been i probably have four hours into it now yeah, you're on the pc aren't you yes and i'm playing it on the pc um and i went i went back and I redid a couple things uh, that I didn't like how they turned out. Oh yeah. So uh, definitely not as far as you know one could be, but that's not the point of the game. No, we're. I mean that game's been out long enough. We can talk about what he actually did, right? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, what what did? Because I'm interested to know uh, what you. There's two things that I did that I went back and and redid. One was in the the opening when you're still in the vault. Um, when you're trying to get out of the vault, you know how well. I forget his name now, but the, the guy chancellor. with the, the guy with the jacket who was treating oh, you like crap the whole oh, time. Yeah, the snake, the greaser yeah. kid. The yeah, the manager. greaser kid. Yeah. yeah, he wants you to come and save his mom from the big bugs. And so I went to do that, and I couldn't kill him because I kept trying to shoot and I kept missing him. Yeah. Uh, so she died. I was like, oh, I didn't like that, but I was going to continue on anyways. But I <laughs> went and I said, I'm pissed off at you, so I ended up killing the dude. <laughs> I'm like he, she died, so you're dying too. Yeah, here go join her in death. Not a, have not, fun in hell. Not a, not a big deal. I, it had the other thing not have happened. I probably well, no, actually I did. I redid that one anyways. But yeah. so I got on and I went out to the first town area and I uh, talked to the main megaton. Megaton, yes. Yeah. And uh, nice. I remember to the stuff. the uh, the guy who heads owns the bar. It was four years ago, um, I remember the names. Yeah, of that's pretty amazing, that game, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I did something, and I got him to give me information for free, and it was like, oh, sweet, my yeah. thing worked. Um, and then Your shortly after that, or whatever. Yeah, shortly after, I didn't save after that. And right. So shortly after that, because I went in and stole something from one of the other I, things. I did that too. Late at night, these people started running and attacking me, and I ended up dying. Yeah. And so I lost that. So I went back and 
like redid that. I learned uh, to save after everything. Yeah, and yeah. I'm learning that as well. I it's believe little... on the PC. I don't know if on the Xbox it's this way, but on the PC, I believe you can set it to auto save. You, you can do it on the. You Xbox. can set it to auto save every time the screen loads, or you can set it to do it like every two minutes or something like that. I had it set to do any time I load anything to auto save. When I played on, I think you can adjust it on 360 too. You actually, can. it auto saves whenever you go through a door. Yeah. yeah. But on the PC, when I played through it a second time, I I told it to auto save just constantly. Yeah. Just constant. It was like every couple minutes. I didn't want to because yeah, I had a few times where I was like, oh yeah. no. Also, I'm gonna. I, I haven't gone through a too. door in a very long time. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, I met the bar guy. <laughs> he just happened to be outside. Yeah. And yeah. so I met him out there and did the whole thing outside outside because the they go about their lives yeah. while you're playing the game and so man. then i when i never went in anywhere and so i walked around and finally became, became nighttime is when they started attacking me yeah so i yeah. i accidentally killed the president of the <laughs> vault i didn't mean to uh i don't are you playing as a guy or a girl or what I don't uh, know if girl. it's I don't yeah. know if it's different. I'm a girl. Howie too. always plays as a girl. That's so like a Howie. Yeah, so do I. If, if, if I'm, I'm gonna be, I go back and forth. You know, I, I, I always mean. play. A chick. I go yeah. both ways. Uh, so your best friend is like the daughter of the main president guy or chancellor, or whatever you want to call him. Yeah, 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 that's that way either way. And then so I, I was trying to escape, and she's like, "You need to go to this place and get the key and go out this back entrance." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And there's a couple different ways you can get the information. You can either hack the computer or you can like try and get it out of him. Right. And I think there was a third way. I don't remember. I was talking to him because I had searched for the terminal and I couldn't find it. I yeah, just, it was I, hard to find. I wasn't used to looking at that environment. Yeah. So it was kind of weird. I just I got a little frustrated. So I went up and I started talking to him. I think I mouthed off to him. And then he was like, oh, you're going to be that way, little missy? I'll take you down myself. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I can't just run away from him because I need to like slowly search for this thing. Yeah. So I ended up beating him to death with a bat and then and <laughs> because then went, you're a troubled teenage girl right, i went back to my like my best friend girl or whatever her name was because yeah. i i wanted her like to escape with me i didn't know what the plot was gonna go out and she goes i can't even look at you why did you do like, <laughs> i was like i didn't mean to just escape with me from the vault <laughs> trust me from here on out <laughs> forget everything he from before now man. and the fact that i beat your father to death with a louisville slugger Please, uh, just... yeah i uh i uh ended up shooting the one because like, i came by and they're interrogating her pretty fiercely and so i ended up opening the door and shot the one guard and the the president guy ran out. Yeah, and so uh, I yeah. got to save her. So she she was still cool with me. Unlike I don't you. remember. I did think she, did she I remember her being later? there when I left. I remember that. What's that? I, I mean, I was wondering if she even plays a part in the rest of the game at all. Am I, I don't remember. Am I going to randomly find her at some other town at some point? I don't recall. Honestly, don't recall. I hope I hope those wounds can be healed. There is one town I think where you run into some characters from way earlier in the game, but I'm not going to spoil any of that for yeah, you. And I don't, don't remember the details well enough to even spoil it correctly. So, well, if she's listening now, I hope she forgives me for killing her. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your name was, girl with blood pulp, dad. Yeah. Chris is sorry. I am very sorry. It won't happen <laughs> now, again. Oh, now, wait. when you got to the point where um, they were roughing her up right before you went to take the test, do you remember that part? Uh, the personality that's, that's, test? That's the Grease, grease Gang. The gang. If yeah. For people to know, the, uh, the game uses them. a personality test for you to dictate what skills and stuff. That, or No, it, t- it actually gives you a personality test and then suggests 
we think you should use these skills in this game, like uh, these stats. Yeah, and, that, and that, you can. That was which, a fun, which thing. is clever because it is. It's an actual personality test. It's not like you go in and pick your skills in the guise of a personality test. They, you actually take a personality well, test. And they goes, ask you an absurd question with absurd answers, but yeah. they all mean something. Yeah, and then it'll say, "We suggest you use heavy weapons." Or we suggest that you use like stealth and stuff that, like that. I had a lot of fun taking that. I, I was actually sitting Which there is, playing with that one, was of my, clever as one of my yeah, one of my friends uh, yeah. was sitting there with me, and it was some really hilarious responses. Yeah, uh, the one I remember was, uh, "You're trying to do this one thing, and how are you going to go about doing it?" And it was like. It said mix, and it said like nine different chemicals that no one knows what they actually are. <laughs> and they're like to make a bomb. <laughs> you're like, oh, surely this will be bad, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was very clever, and yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but right before there, you your your friends, yeah, yeah get yeah. beat up. Uh, how did you interact with them? Uh, I fought them. I yeah, so fist did I. fought. I'm like, I'm, I'm fighting these guys if I can. I didn't yeah. know it was going to be a three-on-one. I thought it was going to be like me and him just, let's tango. I kept, then, ki- I kept kiting them around. That's what I was doing. I was running around that them. circle. Yeah. I'd run for a punch. I still wasn't used to the combat. So I was, yeah. I'd go in there and punch and then just start running. And then, yeah. <laughs> it finally took off, but I ended up killing one of the guys who returned later. You Oh, you killed one? Uh, apparently. It, it stopped me like they, once they, they all, got to They all health. stopped. And the guy said, "Oh, you know, just go away from me or whatever." <laughs> and I kept him. punching him and punching him and punching <laughs> him until, not done until yet. he died and fell. No one cared. <laughs> and well, then he showed up in class to take the test. <laughs> well, they have very exceptional revival gear in that. Uh, in that I mean, they vault. are in a vault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very controlled environment. Death is like nothing. Yeah, that's a big yeah. game. You're born in the vault and you die in the vault. We should get some very, interesting very conversations as we go off on our own paths. Where we play, yeah. You guys are gonna be, you guys are gonna be the me and Brad of four years ago. Yeah, <laughs> just hey, constantly wh- swapping tales of Fallout Three. What, what what we can do is is that and provide yeah. that commentary. <laughs> oh, good. Re- relive it for you. Oh, good. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm not. This is in no way boring to me. I don't remember enough to participate that well, but I was like, you hey, knew well, it yeah, was. of course you did that. You could not beat him to death when he wasn't fighting back. <laughs> Naturally. So, well, I'm glad to hear you guys are finally getting into the meat and taters of that game. Uh, I... Have been, of course, playing uh, quite a bit of uh, no, Starbound. No one asked. No one you. asked. Actually. No, I, I asked me on oh. the inside. Oh. I've been playing quite a bit of Starbound, like always. I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about Starbound because we have. But I did want to share with you something that uh, Gare Bear. I was just about to call you out if you called him Strom. AKA Sir Stromulus, uh, AKA Strom from Minneapolis. Uh, one thing that he did on the planet that uh, several of us had set up a home base on. In Starbound, he just decided. Well, first off, I don't know if he didn't sleep for four days or something like that. <laughs> I know that all of the gardens that I had created to grow all of these you know, vegetables and fruits and things that you can make meals out of to give you bonuses and heal you uh, were grown, and they only grow if there is someone on the server on the planet, because that way the planet's like in the server memory and progressing. Right? If there's no one there, it's dormant. It's and stuff doesn't grow, so you have to be there for stuff to grow. You know, it's a thing. That way you can't just, like, plant a bunch of stuff, leave forever, come back, and reap what you sow. You have to actually be there doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I came in, and all these plants were fully grown. And some of them take, like, hella long time to grow, like, hours of actual in-game their time to grow. Some of them take two, three minutes. Everything was full grown. And I was like, what? So, for an example, something could take... It'll take you, normally you wouldn't see him for a week because that's just how much time you'd put into the game. Right, But right. in reality, it takes 
let's say 10 hours of gameplay. Yeah, yeah, potentially like, you know, like five to seven hours right. probably of gameplay. And and again, there are other things that grow constantly and quickly and you just you harvest them and replant them and they just keep growing. But some of the things take a lot longer and all of them, everything was fully grown. And I was like, I'm the only one that's here that much because I do the gardening and I, I've, you know, I've built the buildings and stuff like that. Everybody kind of give has given me a wide berth to just have that be my little creative outlet and be all anal and persnickety about that. And every now and then someone will come in and go and drop a light here or here's a funny statue I found and drop it there. And it's great. And I'm, and I just keep building, right? Uh, I walk in and everything's there and I'm going, what? Okay. So I harvest everything. I throw it in the refrigerator. So if anybody needs the materials to make recipes, they've got it. Like a a groundskeeper. I I am. I I am. I'm the Argus Filch of, of our little compound. And so I go back and I replant everything. And, you know, by that time I get done, I go back and I can harvest the quick stuff and replant it again. And I, and I'm like, okay, I've been on here for 45 minutes or so. I'm going to go leave. And so, Later that night, I come back and everything's fully grown again. And I'm like, what is going on? Did they update it so stuff grows when you're not there? What is happening? Well, then I run into Brad jumps on and he goes like, hey, did you see what Strom did? I'm like, no. What did he do? He's building a sky rail all the way around the planet. (laughs) And I'm like, he's what? You know, a sky rail. If you've played Bioshock Infinite, you're intimately familiar with what a sky rail is. It's something. If you have the right tech, you can jump onto this thing, and it's like a quick. Tr- it, you it's can, like a zip line. It's like a zip line, and you can just you can roll back and forth along the zip line pretty quickly. It's a if you build it, it is a quick way to get from one place to another. Uh, not instantaneous, but pretty fast. And I was like, I'd seen someone had built some sky rail just randomly up in the sky off to one side, which, of course, me, I made I want everything to look practical. So just a floating rail in the sky. I was like, and I stayed away from it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize what was going on. He was building it all the way around the planet. And you, the thing is, you have to harvest, like, you have to go out and mine titanium. And then you have to, like, refine the titanium with coal into, like, durasteel. And then you have to take the durasteel and make the sky rails. And then you have to go and place each block, which is only a character width, each block with, you know, with your mouse, click, right. click, 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 or drag it in a straight line. And if you're going at an angle and stuff, it's real easy to just F it up. And there's like a pile of them there floating and they won't work that way. So then you have to go, you know, use your pickaxe or your drill and undo them and then rebuild it. It's not slow, but it sure ain't fast, especially if you're connected to a server and there's any lag whatsoever. Not so, to mention he's going through mountains that he had to Well, that's the out. thing. Like, he's going, and he's like going above trees. He's going around trees because you can't build straight across a tree, like in front of a tree. So he's going around trees. He's going down. Like, there'd be like a mountain in the way. He just actually mines a line through the mountain and then builds the <laughs> sky rail through the mountain and all this stuff. And every now and then he'll like, he'll take out the back wall of a mountain so if it's daylight, sun can actually get in. You can actually see. But there's whole sections that it's just it's pitch black because you're just underground. <laughs> so if you're not holding a light source or something like that, you're just, you don't know what's happening. You, your screen's just black because you were underground for so long. <laughs> and he 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 got on, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" All right, well, if he's going to go to that much trouble, I'm going to build a couple skyrail stations. So I'm cleared off the second floor of both our buildings and made it so that the skyrail actually goes right through the second floor of the buildings. And I kind of decorated them with like like not like pseudo hazard tape using like a paint gun and stuff like that <laughs> and all this dorky stuff. And he gets on, he's like, Hey, does anybody have any titanium? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> and so he, I was like, here, I've got like 1200 more, 1200 more 
Skyrail pieces for you because I made like 400. Brad made like, you know, 800. So here. So he's like, cool. And he jumps by and I just toss him to him. He's like, great, thanks. Runs off. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and that 1200 is what he used to just do the last tiny bit to finish on to can reconnect to the other side of our, our compound. Oh. So like <laughs> 1200 pieces just to finish it because he'd already gone around 80 to 90% of the planet. Um, so we're talking probably the better part. I'm, I'm going to guess, but between 80,000 to a hundred thousand spots, maybe more, it might be like 300,000 little tiny he had the place to get that to go all the way around the world we've uh got an email here strom from your family they they miss you (laughs) by the way your daughter is now seven years old gear bear please come home (laughs) i i I was i was so thrilled that someone else had done something that anal (laughs) other than me that i was like well i have to support this i gotta i'm gonna build a little station and everything and so, yeah, I, I, I had to share the fact that he, because he, Strom's a power leveler. He doesn't stop to smell the roses when he plays games. He's like, I want to get to the end. I want to get the most powerful stuff. And he, so for him to do something like that, I was like, yeah, all right. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. like, I'm, you know, I'm the groundskeeper. I haven't, I, I leveled up faster I just, than everybody, I played more than everybody, and, and then was just content to just screw around and explore and find new stuff. He's like, he hit the top and goes, all right, now I got to build a thing around. Around the world so you can you can like get in one of our buildings hop on this thing and just go right and you will go for five seven minutes really fast until you show up on the left and you come back in you know to the other side of our compound because you've theoretically gone all the way around the world <laughs> so that's what he did this week <laughs> Jeez. so and we also him and uh brad and i we all got out instruments and figured out how to play as a band oh, in the game. And we probably spent 45 minutes just standing there trying out our different instruments and playing different songs together, playing, you know, and you stand there and you enter a band name so that you're all playing in unison when you start, when you start the song. And for some reason, we're really enjoying ourselves. And we're, as we're standing there at one point, I was trying to switch instruments and I accidentally deactivated my instrument. And the last thing I had activated was my really powerful two handed weapon. <laughs> And the chef NPC that that uh, that Brad had created to be there to sell us additional food items if we don't have them in our garden to make things happened to be walking past. <laughs> oh, I'd like to listen to this band. No, stop! I only swung the weapon once. It wasn't like a you guys, you know, murdering people's family in Fallout Three. I only clicked once, and the dude just. Just, just gone. Just disappeared from existence and some pixels dropped where he had been standing. Bird chef man. And he was dead. So I was like, I just killed the chef. They're like, what? Where'd he go? I'm like, no, he's dead. I accidentally swung my weapon once and what for he did. And so, so he didn't have any armor on, apparently. No, no armor on the, the <laughs> NPC chef. chef. But it's only plus yeah, one. Yeah, no, the chef had it plus none. And then it was plus dead. But yeah, so that was a thing. But then apparently at one point, uh, Garrick fired a weapon and we were all, we were all standing there playing our music. And I thought we were all in a party together. I don't know how this happened, but Deadeye and I instantly murdered. <laughs> instantly murdered. I respawned on my ship and I'm like, WTF, I just lost 4,000 pixels on that death. 
because you lose 40% of the pixels you're carrying. And and he's like, he's typing into the game chat, you guys have no idea how hard I'm laughing right now. <laughs> and I was laughing too. I'm like, what just happened? I'm just standing in our house and I'm just an explosion and I'm dead. And so that was a learning experience for everybody. I thought Brad had killed me, but apparently it was Garrick. So that was fun. He wants the garden to himself. Yeah. It's all mine now. <laughs> I built the sky rail. I you dare you to gone. come back. <laughs> so anyway, that was uh, Starbound events over the last couple of days. But I did play a new game. You did? I huh? did. I played some loadout. Okay. okay what game it's got to be play? a game, not just like yeah. a loading ball. No, 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 no. It's a game. Hold on. Uh, write that down. A game where you just, it's a load bar and you're no, trying to get to no, 100%. No, no, write that okay. down. Okay. Very little load okay. bar in loadout. What? What? Loadout. What? Now, see, if you're coming to a game, if you're coming to a podcast looking for a way to game on the cheap, this is a perfect example of what we're bringing you. Well, we didn't bring well, so it to far, you, but all we're the telling you about talked it. about are perfect examples. <laughs> this game yeah, made by yeah. us. Yeah, well, I mean, Starbound's fifth, still 15 bucks for early access, but hey. But this is an even better example. Yeah, 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 this is a better example because this game is free to play. Now, before you go, now hold on a second, Mr. T. Wilson. Hold on, free to play usually means garbage or pay to win or it's just junk. And you'd be correct. In most it cases. It does usually mean that. You know, as the tide turns... We are found finding better free games. What's the RPG we all played? Uh, Path, Path to Exile. Path, Path to Exile of, is still fun. Path of Exile. Path to Exile. Oh, yeah. Don't do that to us again. <laughs> Don't You let us down a dark path that first time we talked about Path yeah. of Exile, which is a great free game. Um, there are a lot more free-to-play games that are coming around that are really phenomenal. But um, what I find is that I don't tend to like free-to-play action games. I don't find a lot of action games that are free to play. You know, like Battlefield, play for free, and all those. They just, I don't yeah, even even Team Fortress Two. Well, Team Fortress Two is a is a phenomenal free to play game, but it wasn't originally free to play. Right, I, mean, I got that game as part of the Orange Box, you know, right, and stuff like that. It wasn't you. It wasn't free at first, and yeah. if you had they, it, they made a good amount of money before they made. Yeah, that I think free. that game paid for itself in spades before they made it free and started making even more money off selling hats. But, um, yeah, that, that, this loadout is an online, uh, multiplayer shooter. Now it is, I'm going to lose you again for a second. It's a third person shooter. Now, hold no, on. Come on. This is, I'm done. <laughs> Do you need the puke bucket after yeah. hearing the words third person third shooter? Third person shooter free? But, yeah, but hear me out. Anytime you aim in the game, it goes into first-person mode. And it's actually good that it's third-person because it's very jumpy and the terrain is very uneven and wacky, so you do a lot of jumping around on things while you're playing it. And it actually is a seamless transition between third and first-person. I'm really impressed with it so far. Um, this game, when it comes to a free-to-play online shooter, is probably the most polished game I've ever played. In that regard. In fact, I would say when it comes to a free-to-play game that started out as a free-to-play game, was released as a free-to-play game, unlike TF2, which, you know, TF2 is incredibly popular and incredibly good game. So I'm not, I'm, I'm discounting TS2 because it was not originally free-to-play. I would say this is the most polished game I've ever played in that respect. The, the, uh, the whole point of Loadout is that you create your own weapons. 
the first thing you do when you go into that game, and it, it's so wonderful. Another thing that free-to-play games do terribly, they don't tell you how to play them. Free-to-play games usually just don't tell you what you're supposed to do. because yeah, you're left like, ah, yeah, what do I click? They're not making that big push of money right when they sell it, so they can't usually risk as much on the front-end development. So you get in, you kind of got to do your homework. I mean, Starbound's early access. That's all about doing homework. There's tons of stuff in Starbound that just says right away, item still needs description. You don't even know what it does. You got to Google it to find out. Um, this game, when, as soon as you go in, says, hey, let's create a weapon. And it tells you what to do, and it guides you through creating a weapon. And this is how you test the weapon. And if you like it, now you can save it, and you spend the credits in the game. Now, it, uh, the currency that you do to build weapons, uh, you unlock through just playing the game. And every every day, if you log in and play one match, at the end of that match, it'll even let you open one of three chests, which gives you even more credits to do that. So you can earn credits pretty quickly to uh to customize your weapons and then and create new weapons you name them when you die in game you drop them and other people can pick up and see the name of your gun and use it in that game and um it is it's a heck of a lot of fun i think it's like five on five thereabouts maybe six on six tops so you can play it with small groups of people it's not like you know it's not like battlefield where you're looking at like 32 on 32 and you know stuff like that it's it's small groups there's a lot of taunting it's it's wanton violence it's not something you want to play with the kids around. I mean, there's this really big, uh, we'll say, a hefty lady model that is one of the default models you can pick, and you can unlock uh, you can unlock her just wearing pasties on her big saggy bosoms and things like that. I mean, it's just the game is you know taunts where they're like you know middle fingers up and stuff like that. It's it's just ridiculous, and but it is it's very well made. It's a lot of fun. It doesn't feel laggy at all. The matchmaking is quick. But the interface is just so impressive because not only you have to design your own guns, you can customize your character. And I think that's where you actually can pay money to get credits to buy uh, character customizations. Whereas you earn the credits to build your guns, which is the whole point of the game, just by playing the game. Um, it's a lot of fun. The first game, the first gun I built uh, has been my favorite gun so far. You know, and as you're as you're building the building the guns, anytime you make any change, like all right, I'm gonna put a different stock on it to make you know a, a more like shock absorbing stock to give me better accuracy. But there might be a trade off. Now it might do a little less damage, or I'm gonna put like a high capacity magazine on it, or I'm gonna change the you know I'm instead of doing slugs throwing slugs, I'm gonna make it so that it, like shoots electricity and stuff like that. And anytime you make a change, there's a button that says test down in the lower right. You hit that test button, and in the blink of an eye, you're in a test arena with like some uh non-player characters just kind of standing there taunting you or running back and forth so you can actually test the weapon out and see how well it behaves how much damage it actually does how how easily you can shoot a guy who's running back and forth or like he's up above so you can't hit him for splash damage because he's above you so can i actually hit him how fast are my projectiles going to go and so okay this is a gun that i really like i'm going to save it and actually spend the credits on it now i can use it as a part of my loadout uh Ah. In game, I get it now. It is a lot of fun, and I've so far I've played three game modes. I've played only casual. I haven't played any ranked matches, but uh, I've played a game mode that was just team deathmatch. I played uh, one that was capture the flag, but it was capture the hammer, and the hammer is like the hammer in Halo. Uh, when you're carrying it, you can't use your guns, but if somebody gets too close to you, oh, you can waste them. Because you drop the hammer on them and they are insta jibs. I mean, just blood spewing everywhere and stuff like that. And then there's another mode that is uh, a lot of fun. That is, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but you gather this ore that's laying around on the ground, and uh, each team has a gatherer, 
and you go as a gatherer, you can you can still shoot your guns, but you go grab the ore, run it, and dump it in a machine, and you get points for your team. When you die, another person on your team becomes a gatherer. So you could you're you're either the gatherer, or you could be guarding your gatherer so that the other team doesn't kill them. Or so they can keep scoring, or you could just be not the gatherer and be running off and trying to kill the other team's gatherer to keep them from scoring. And it really, that there's a lot of dynamicism, dy- dynamism, dynamoism, dy- dynamoism. A lot, a lot of, of dynamics in yes. that game mode that uh, that make it really now, it switches up and it's a lot of fun. Are these um, are these matches kind of like I die and I have to wait for the next round, or is it uh, no no no? You, it's, two it's, seconds. Right? It's like two three seconds and you're back in the game. So yeah, this this game is all it. about just silly fun. It's really I watched him play a few games and it is nothing but. I'm calling it fast-paced chaos. Yeah, fast-paced it's, chaos it's, it's, shooting. It's kind of it's more of your Twitch type of. Not, Let me tell you about my not, first gun. Yeah, to give I, you I some idea. With the tw- it's not a Twitch shooter. It's not a Twitch shooter. Uh, my first gun when I first went in, I'm like, well, I'm gonna assume I'm not gonna be able to shoot anything or anybody. I'm pretty good at shooters, but this is brand new. I don't know anything about it. I'm assuming I'm gonna suck. So I built a gun that shoots these metal spiky balls that stick to dudes. However, if they don't hit dudes, I made it so that they bounce. They don't explode on impact or anything. They bounce. That way, when I'm running down a hall and I see a guy down at the other end of the hall, I'll just shoot the thing, and they're just going to bounce around until they hit somebody. <laughs> you know, or, you know, until they... And they bounce. You saw they bounce for yeah, quite a while before they disappear. I mean, if you shoot that down a corridor... Uh, say it's like a 50-yard corridor. It's right. going to bounce wall-to-wall the entire way down. Right, and everybody's got a health bar over them so I can see if I'm damaging them. Also, these particular projectiles stick to them while they're running, so I can, they'll be covered in my projectiles <laughs> while they're running. And I, my first three games was on the winning team, and I was MVP. Like, this gun was the perfect gun for someone who has no skill in this game yet. And so, yeah, I was just just wasting dudes because, you know, in the capture the hammer mode, it was perfect because you go down these corridors to get the hammer. There's a guy down there hiding around the corner guarding it. As I start running down the corridor, I just start dumping these. You know, I put a high high capacity mag on it. So I'm just pouring these automatic projectiles and they're bouncing around the corner. And that dude's dead before I even get there. (laughs) I'm just like, "Ah!" you know, grab the hammer and squish some guys on the way back. It's uh, it's. It's a lot of fun. It um, really, I'm so impressed. And, you know, the interface design for all the stuff you can do is so impressive how it, it doesn't hold your hand, but it makes it clear. Like, you know, the lobbies can take like a minute, minute and a half while you're waiting for uh, a new match to kick off. Matches are a few minutes long, maybe 10 minutes tops, right? And while you're sitting there, like the first time I'd finished a match and I was in the lobby for the next one, arrows appeared and pointed to the uh, the loadout screen to create a gun or like the loadout button to create a new gun and it said hey dude multitask like oh very simple terms made it clear to me that i can do all that other stuff and not get dropped out of the lobby like in a lot of games if you leave a lobby you're out of the lobby then it's like no hey while you're waiting do some other stuff and it didn't it didn't make me do stuff it didn't point and say these are all the things you can do while you're there it just said hey multitask man and I was like, I get it, yeah, all right. So what's what's really clear to me, uh, I haven't seen this game, but um, just from from listening what you say, what's clear to me is that they actually care about gameplay. They care about the person interacting with their game. Uh, so that tells me a lot about who these people are, and and the fact that okay, it's a free to play game, but they care about you know me as a player. Yeah, also, so that means a lot. And also, I, think- I see 
they care more about people that are just starting people that have been playing for three months. Yeah, you do level up. You do rank up, which will affect your matchmaking, and it also you get more points to spend. It'll un- You can unlock more options that you can buy to build new guns with. But I don't really get the impression that anything is going to be that dominating because there are trade-offs to every new weapon type you do. You know, if I make a, a bouncing projectile versus a spiraling projectile or a rocket launcher with the same properties, or maybe I'll just make a, like a, a beam weapon that doesn't have those. You know, there's trade-offs to damage accuracy, uh, you know, whether or not you have a magazine or your gun overheats. You know stuff like that. It, it it seems like they've really done a lot of a lot of work to balance things because so far in the low level unranked matches that I've been playing, everybody's using different builds. Like you'll see guns that are real similar. Like I picked up a gun that a guy, my gun, my default gun that I first made, I named the Fart Knocker because I was going in and I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, here you go. But what was the gun that I picked up that was real similar to mine? Was it Uranus? Uranus. A guy named his gun Uranus. That's and, it. You get to pick up other people's customized weapons yeah, and to use, use them during that game. In that match and, until you die. And, uh, and yeah, I picked up the guy's gun after I killed him. It was called Uranus. It was almost the same as mine, except mine had the bouncing projectiles. His was almost identical, except instead of having bouncing projectiles, they were straight projectiles, and his spun up. So like a Gatlin gun. So because it spun up, it fired them at a much faster rate. But I instantly found that I was way better with my gun that had the bouncing projectiles at the slower rate of fire. Like, And that was the, you know, meanwhile, these other guys are throwing plasma weapons. These other guys are carrying rocket launchers and it's just trying out whatever works yeah. for you. You can make sniper weapons, but I will say headshots are pretty tricky because the way the, the, way the models are made, the heads are very small. They have very big bodies. And the it, sniper weapons seem to be appropriately gimped so that you can't just camp. snipe and camp. There, well, camping is hard to do anyway. It, it's hard it to find a spot seems, where you're you can't get snuck up on. In the time I watch you playing, it's not people sitting around a corner waiting for you to pass by. It's just it's madness, chaos where two teams clash in the middle. Yeah, and you're just blasting your weapon. Ever you you might hit them four times to kill them, yeah. but you just use 70 rounds. And you might get lucky. Maybe while the teams are clashing in the middle, you actually sneak around the edge and get all the way over. Right. No one notices you're there, and you run and get their hammer and come running back before they even realize that you got past them. Now, can I go into stealth mode, get behind somebody and knife them? No, there is no spy that I've seen. There is nothing <laughs> that would make that. Like This game is all about just freaking jibs and just massive amounts of ammunition flying everywhere if you know anything about me you know i hate the spy on team fortress yeah the spy can be very frustrating the spy is the actually the best the best thing about the spy in tf2 because the spy can either be invisible or dress up as one of the people on your team so you don't even know they're an enemy and they come up behind you and one hit kill you yeah the best thing about the spy in tf2 is that it makes other people try out being the spy because you get so frustrated with it happening to you that you start using it to try to find the other spy <laughs> on the other team. You're like, I'm going to get that guy. sneaking up on me. I'm going to sneak up on him. You know, and of course you don't. You get angrier and then you stop playing TF2. Yeah. <laughs> or you just yes. go, that's it. I'm going to be the engineer forever. Yeah. You and I like being engineers. Yeah. And the engineers yeah. are, of course, the most susceptible to the spies because the engineers stay pretty. They're not as mobile. You build yeah. your turrets and you have them there. And the spies can. I'm pretty sure your turret you could see the spy, right? If he was another, if he was another person, the no, turret would if know. The tur- if he was invisible or if he was dressed up as someone on your team, the turret would not fire at them. Mm. But as soon as they drop the turret destabilizer destroyer thing, they turn back into the spy. Yeah. But the thing is, 
if you only have one turret, and I think you can only have one at a time, right? Is there a thing that you can make two? Uh, it's been so long. I remember you can but have like a healing as soon as station. It, yeah, as soon as they drop that thing on them, it disables it until the engineer comes up and fixes it to knock it off of the turret. And if you do that quickly enough, if he doesn't kill you first, that's the thing. If he kills you first and he's within the turret's arc, the turret will shoot at him. If he kills you first and you're behind the turret, then he has time to put the turret destabilizer on it. And so that's the thing. And, and again, that was we're making very, TF2 sound like rocket science, and that's the problem. That was a very frustrating part TF2 of TF2. TF2 is a very fast-paced thing where if you're a spy or an engineer, you have to maintain a lot of things at once. You have to have a plan in place. Yeah. And yeah, no, no Fallout or uh, Fallout. Loadout is yeah, Fallout. nothing. Nothing at all like that. It, it's yeah, very Fallout's not nothing like it either. Yeah, lo- that's true. Loadout is similar in aesthetic, but it's far more wanton and graphic, and also uh, even sillier than Fallout. It's and it's just it's even just sillier constant- than Fallout. Or <laughs> now you don't even know what you're saying. Ah, sillier than it is sillier than Fallout yeah. by uh, long shot, but it's sillier than TF2. It's just I mean constant ammo, constant running, jumping, sprinting. So Fallout sillier than TF. Okay, okay, okay. Loadout. Here we go. Loadout is sillier than TF2, which is sillier than Fallout. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All three games have their own sillinesses. Though. All three I'm games do have a sense that. of humor. Fallout, as dark and brooding as Fallout is, very much has a wonderful sense of humor. So there is DLC for this loadout for twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Have you figured I, out what's included? Yes. It's twenty thousand space bucks, which is gold. Okay, not, so not that's what stuff. you do. That's what you use to buy like new character models and th- clothing and stuff. The like way that. this looks is you can't buy the blue stuff. You only get that by earning. And the blue wins. currency is what you use to buy weapons. So that's great. If right. they take that off the table, that means then you the can't play, just, you can't play to win. Right. Right. Or you can't that's pay to win. Pretty much what you're getting is cosmetic things with the gold, right? That's, that, and hey, as far as we know. TF2 is making a fortune off selling hats. So that's, so you that's get, a new business model. You get 20,000 space bucks, which is the gold. You get an exclusive steampunk goggles, which is just a helmet. Yeah. Uh, it says you can't get it anywhere else, so it's rare to this pack. And there's also something called a high-tech harness and a magazine rig. I, I mean, I don't know anything about it. I assume they're cosmetic, too. Maybe it's like you get an extra 20 rounds in your magazine. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, again, that's not that big a deal because every magazine's like 100. Well, I yeah. Have well, special, I have the high cap magazines. I'm paying one. to have the high cap magazines. Uh, well, paying the in-game bloots currency, not, right. the, well, not the pay for currency. That's what you use to upgrade. Yeah. Those yeah are it's, things it's, an up, it's a weapon Everyone upgrade. gets that. Yeah. Everyone could use that if they right. wanted if to. If that's what you choose to use. Right. Exactly. I, I am so impressed by this game. I'm really hoping we can give it a try in our land parties and, uh, and actually... How many character models do you get to start off with? Well, that's the thing. There's only three character models you can start with. And I felt – the one thing I was saying is like I know they're selling that stuff and that's the only way they're making their money. But I think there should have been more than three just to wet people's whistle. Just to say, okay, I look different enough and it's fun and now I want more stuff to look different. Because right off the bat, everybody pretty much is using the same three models. And really everybody's – most people are using the same one. And so it's kind of like if people get – too used to too quickly all looking the same they won't care about looking different as much yeah so i feel like one thing they could have done differently is giving you a little more playroom up front with how you look and like the taunts and then sell you more of it once your whistle has been wetted because right now right off the right out of the gate playing for free you don't have a lot of wiggle room there 
So I, but again, that's just philosophy. It's not taking away from my enjoyment of the game at yeah. all. I think it should be, it'd be easier to get me to spend more money had they done that. But Hey, it's a free game and it's a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, if you like shooters and you like free, I think I'm saying it. This is a free online game that you can get it on steam. I think it's I'm, a lot of fun. I'm going to try and at least make some weapons tonight. Right. Cause I'm, I, I, that game interests me. Yeah. So why is it? Why is it that free-to-play action games are few and far between? And, I mean, we're we're not talking about mods to games that you pay for, you know. Like, people say, Arma 3 is great, you know, the not the standalone, but the original mod version. Yeah, or not Arma 3, DayZ. But for DayZ, you had to buy Arma 3. Right. You know, I'm not talking about mods. They're great mods, stuff like that, but when it comes to actual, we built this to be a free-to-play game. Why is it that there are so few good action games? I... Is it because they're greedy? They want you to pay. I, they want you to pay to win, so they make more money. I think. Uh, action yeah, games, there's been a lot of bad examples. There's been action games that come out and it's become pay to win, and people abandon them. Right. Well, because, because pay to win because some people do pay to win, and it ruins and then it for it other ruins people. It for everyone else. Yeah. I also think that uh, a good action game takes a long time, a lot of development hours. It does, um, but so does an RPG. And there's lots of free to play MMOs out there. That's yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would think that the, uh, the the action games are going to be a little bit more intense because you're, you're, uh, the, the paths that you take aren't as, you know, you're, you're allowed to go everywhere, you know, in crazy, you know, you're supposed to be, you know, shooting each other from all different directions. Yeah. You have all this net code in there. But in smaller maps. But you also have all this net code. You have to keep track yeah. of a lot more people around, you know, the it, world. In real time. In real time. Yeah, I would say the network infrastructure, your server capabilities got to be pretty darn strong because of yeah. the action nature of it. It's not just mathematic ones and zeros. You're actually having to do like physical tracking of things in a real space. So that would be the big one of the big things I see is that they would be riskier. So let's let's look at an example of we'll we'll say loadout is our successful. Free to play game. Right. Give us an example of something that was just god awful, crappy. Battlefield to- play for free. Battlefield okay. play for free was was just well, now. What again, did they do? It's that an was EA so bad. property, so already you've set the bar pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awful. It was strange. What did they do so wrong? Uh, did they hound you with the uh, interface was terrible? They tried to make it a web only game, so it loaded through your browser, which actually ended up being just dumb. It's like why not just make a client? You know, I mean, this is dumb. Um, it was slow paced. The, the graphics were, they tried to be silly and it came across as simplistic instead of silly. Um, they, it was, it was just so slow paced. Uh, I I don't know. It's bad. I I think in general, especially, I think it's more true with the action based games. They, they tend to want to, um, you know, basically, okay. The free part is to, to wet your whistle, but we really want you to pay. Right. You know, and so instead of saying we want to bring you into this environment, you have fun, and you enjoy it, and you don't have to pay, and then once you're comfortable here, then hey, yeah, okay, I want to buy some stuff. For, you know, that don't mean a whole lot to the end game, right? Uh, you know, they're like, no, we want you to actually pay for the end game, yeah, or we want you to actually pay for a full game, like if they do a light version of something. Um, so I think that that's just a different philosophy of of, of the free to play kind of stuff. You know, is it to bring you into uh, more of a pay model or is it to bring you in, 
you know, to build the community and then you pay for hats. Yeah, I think you've really got a point there. I think there's a very fine line that's probably not it's probably lost in a lot of boardrooms or in a lot of a lot of conference rooms. A very fine line between let's get them in here and then make them want more that they have to pay for versus let's get them in here and make them love it so that it's just something that they want to be more a part of and will pay for for that. Yeah. That's where you're like, I, I like this. I want to look different on the end screen at the end of the match where my the rest of my team sees me standing there taunting. I want a different taunt so that we're not all doing the cabbage patch. I want to be wearing a different hat. I want to be wearing pasties on a long, big, ugly pair of boobs, <laughs> you know, and stuff like I. That's what I want. You want that? No. Oh, don't let's not even talk about the thong. Remember the thong? I know. Let's not talk disturbing. about the thong. Um, you know, I, I want to I want to have these features that make me stand out as a player because I really like this game rather than I would like this game more if I could do this. And, it, it turns, and I think if you I would like this game more if I could do this that I have to pay for is what would keep me from playing the game. Yeah. Whereas I'm really loving this game and I just want to. I want to be able to look different or I want to be able to show people how much I like the game. Maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah. I want to, you know, if I want people to see that I'm invested in this game because I like it. Well, a lot of people will say, you know what? This is a free to play game. Uh, they've done such a great job and I've gotten so much enjoyment out of it. I want to you get want to reward them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I think, I think the greed is a part of it. I, I think the thought that, you know, we're going to make people love this game so much that they're going to want to buy the rest of the yeah, game. It's like in they're, essence, they're doesn't setting work. up for a trap, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't work because I'm not enjoying the full game. You know, I'm enjoying this little piece. And then when I realize I only have this little piece, I'm kind of like, well, that sucks. You know, the example that we've often referred to, the box is no longer up there. It's out on the table right now. But uh, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. You know, we paid for it gladly when it came out, and we loved it up to the point where leveling just became an empty wasteland. It seemed like a lot of people weren't yeah. even around. We got to a certain level, and there just weren't people around, and it, it wasn't it's not as like fun. We're fast lover, lovers. No, 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 and it was just dragging, and so we quit. And that was when it was a pay for model. Then it went free to play, and I went, okay, if it's free, I'll give it a couple hours a month, you know. Yeah. And I go in, and I'm like, whoa, my gosh, I've got no storage slots, I've got no quick bar options, I've got no access to all these things that I I have on my account because I bought the hundred and fifty dollar version of the game. Yeah, I don't have access to any of that stuff because I'm on a free account, and it's like that's but that's how I played the game. Right. You've gimped the experience. Yeah. You've, you're punishing me for accessing it for free, and I, I'm not going to defend that because I do think the philosophy behind what you're doing is very important to how a product is received by its audience, and that's marketing 101. Yeah, maybe 201. You know, marketing <laughs> 101, pretty packages. You know, um, but yeah, this is marketing 201, and, and, and it's basic, vital, integral stuff. And that game was just all about you know. If you like Star Wars enough to put up with all the gimps we put on you, maybe you'll pay us money to unlock the you know, the gimp stuff. And it's like, that's that's trash. That's trash. These guys are like, let's make a game that's awesome and give people the option to pay for the fact and show the fact that they like that's it. That's the risk you take, though. If you put all that time and effort into it, and, and it's then no it's good. not successful. But then it's, it's not a good game, so who cares? Right. That's what I mean. You wasted your own time because you didn't make it good enough. But it, it comes back to if you. If it's not a good game and you charge full price on the front end, like it's a pay-for game, people aren't gonna. Buy, you're not going to make the money back. People aren't going to buy it if it's not a good game. Right. If you make a not a good game and you make it so that it's pay to win instead of you know pay for hats and stuff, you're still not going to make your money back because it's not a good game. But if you make a good game and you make it 
pay to win. You've ruined your game that you did make well because you've made it so that players who don't have the money to spend or don't have that are suffering. So now you've driven audience away. If you and and yeah, you can't say well free audience they're just freeloaders. No, a free audience is someone who gets three to four more friends playing who might be pay for audience. Right. Every free person has a value. Uh, and there's probably statistical analysis guys who will, you know, business analysts who actually, for most of these games, have assigned a value to every free player. But um, at least I would like to think I would like to think that most of these houses have people putting that much effort into that because to me that's that's vital knowledge, you know, yeah. when you're putting this much money into something. But and then if you make if you make a great game that is gimped, I like I would say currently Star Wars: The Old Republic is. You're driving audience away in that you're, regard. You're also soiling your own name. I yeah. I mean, let's think about Papa Cap with Pop Cap. not Papa Cap. Papa Cap. Pop, Papa Cap Pop in Cap. someone's butt. Yeah, I'm going Papa Cap. I'm a Papa Cap. And hey, yo, Plants for Zombies too. <laughs> I can't even. I don't know why suddenly <laughs> you just... censored myself hard right there. No, it's fine. Yeah. Plants for Zombies too. I can't even look. At anything they make now because that was such crap. <laughs> You're still really looking forward to Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, though. Less, I, though. I, I mean, am. Yeah, it, not, I am tempered. Not, yeah, not as much. Yes, I and am tempered as that well. That is a game that's combining what I liked of the first Plants vs. Zombies and my like for like co-op tower defense action shooter. Yeah. So that's appealing to everything I like, but the people that are making it... I'm still pissed off at you guys. Well, yeah, the, especially the house that is the the publisher, which is EA, yeah, yeah. which has got one of the worst reputations in the business because of things like this specifically. It's upsetting if you're making a game. I loved the first one. That's what made me buy the second one. Right. And then you do all this crap where you're making me pay for everything and then shoving it in my face and then not letting me progress the way I want to progress because right. I have to pay. I it's not even on my iPhone anymore. I took it off because you lost am, you lost all of your progress. Yeah, you I deleted am, it. I am not happy with you guys. I'm never going to play your game again. And the sad part and I is, paid for it. my understanding is that they updated it to make it so that the drag to play it for free was not as draggy. But I deleted it because I already had the bad taste in my mouth. Right. I'm like, this is this is. This is awful, you guys. Right. I gave you, I think I originally, for Plants for Zombies once, I think I paid $6.50, $6.49 or something like that. It was worth it. And it was worth every penny. It was great. Now they get no pennies from me. No. For the sequel. Not because I didn't want to play more of the same. I totally did want to play more of the same. I wanted exactly that. I would have paid them $6.50 again for that game. But because yeah. they inst- instituted this pay-to-progress yeah. system, that just drove me away. And yeah. Now, you know, Garden, uh, Garden Warfare, which is a completely different genre of that game, just using that same theme, my, even though that's pr- completely different, my expectations are completely tempered because yeah. of what happened. And I I love every too. aspect of what they're promising to come out with that game. Yeah. Uh, everything about it. I've seen some gameplay. It comes out on, I think it's the 25th for Xbox One and 360. And I like what I see, but I am, there's something inside of me that is eternally hurt with what they did (laughs) that. What if they try and put that into this game? They just haven't shown it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and something like a a more action game, like we were originally talking about, um, having a, uh, uh, pay to win really alienates 
the, you know, the initial, I, okay, I want to come out and I want to play this game and I want to try it out for free. And I, I may understand, okay, if I really want to, you know, progress, I have to pay for this. But what happens when, you know, you have a new person playing a game, they're trying out for free and they're playing against people who have played the game. They are for, you know, whatever reason they decided I want, I'm all in, I'm paying for these upgrades. You know, now, you know, especially if they're in the same arena, they're playing each other. How am I going to have fun now as as a a player, a new player? Yeah. 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 And then there's even something to be said for, Hey, that person has something that doesn't give them a bonus necessarily, but I think it's cool and I want it. Oh, I have to pay for that. I just started. I don't even know if I'm into this and I have to pay for the thing that, uh, that's lame. I mean, there is that negative repercussion that, yeah, it's not actually taking away from what they can do as a new player, but because they've seen something they can't have without paying for it, they feel alienated. There is a philosophy to this that I don't think the industry at large has a grip on. But I think that Valve through TF2 and now Dota and stuff like that, they're making a massive killing in the gaming industry off yeah. selling cosmetics. I think they're and starting, they're and, starting and, to realize what pay, what the, the um, pay to play or free to play, free to play. Thank you. Uh, what that should mean. What that should mean. It, it should mean yeah. that every aspect of gameplay has nothing to do with money. Right. That's what it should mean. I, I'm. I don't. I can't think of any real good uh, uh, examples of something that disproves this. The best examples out there right now are that every and, and loadout falls into this, and I've really enjoyed it so far. Everything about gameplay is free. Yeah. It may take. There might be unlockables. There might be stuff that you have to progress to unlock. But we're not going to sell the ability to do that quicker. I don't know. Maybe every now and then for a weekend they'll do like an XP doubler or something like that. That's fine as long as everybody gets it. Or maybe I'm I'm okay even if you put a, a like XP doubler and or you know speed up XP bonuses in a DLC pack. I'm okay if people pay for that as long as they're still going in the game and doing something to earn what they're getting. But then you're skating. You're on that line. Yeah. You know. And and I think that yeah. The the second that you hold any type of gameplay functionality back or you give it out for no effort to people who pay for it, you've you've screwed the pooch and you've taken what otherwise me might be a phenomenal game and you've alienated quite a few people, quite a large chunk of potential audience. And man, that sucks. I can, I'm sitting here thinking, why is it with MMOs? Why is it that MMOs have been so successful in this regard? And then I think, I don't know. How successful they, they've been. Do you remember you, you the t- time? Take, take WoW out and tell me how successful they've been. Well, well, yeah. WoW, of course, doesn't fit into this argument at all because WoW still pay for everything. Right. Um, there was a time where we had stopped playing WoW that we wanted to play an MMORPG. And we skated. We searched. I've been high and low, baby. There are several sites out there you can go to that do reviews. They do previews of free-to-play MMORPGs. It rates them. It shows you what they do. Right. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and we siphed through so many. Almost all of them much newer than WoW. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, these are a lot of them were clones. Yeah, a lot of them were clones. Free free to play clones. Others were really original. I had one on my iPad, actually. And it was, we could not find anything that didn't make us angry. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, I really like this part of this, but oh, they're going to be That's not true. There was one game that didn't make me angry. Wait, it did? No, it didn't. Oh, which one was Star that? Star Trek. Oh. When Star Trek went free to play, that, and I that, finally that, got around to playing that Star Trek online, I was, it scratched a whole different kind of itch. Though. That appeals to a different kind of audience. It though. does. It I does. Mean, it's not. It's not a traditional MMO right. by any stretch. 
So, uh, I, I mean, again, they did something right, but they went into a niche that wasn't for everybody. Right. So, in in that regard, we went through a lot of different games. And is Star Trek Online Forgotten Realms? Uh, I think it is. Maybe. Is it, uh, I can't remember. No, it's not Forgotten Realms. It's look look up who's the uh, the publisher or slash uh, cryptic one of them. I'm trying to remember which interface I see when I go to log into that Spider-Man. one. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man is the interface I see. Well, it's German. It's Spiderman. Oh, uh, <laughs> Franz Spiderman. <laughs> Spiderman. Spiderman. How do you can? He leaked the handle motion. Uh, that was for, that was for Gear Bear. Oh, Gear Bear. Gutenberg, yeah. man. Yeah. Gutenberg. I, uh, but either way, I felt like Star Trek Online was done when they transitioned that to be free to play. They did that so well that, yeah, they they kept some stuff behind a paywall. But overall, they gave you a completely unhindered, unfettered access for free and then gave you the option to pay for some additional stuff. And I felt like it worked really well. Um, I believe Neverwinter is also the same house and so I've been tempted to try that one. I've heard it's pretty good. I've never yeah. never heard of such a winter. But no. I do know winter is coming. Which one is it? Um the developers Cryptic Studios Cryptic. The pu- publisher is Perfect World Entertainment. Perfect World. Uh, and, and Atari's a part of this as well. Yeah, yeah. Perfect World is also I believe Neverwinter is under the Perfect World umbrella. If I'm uh, tell me if I'm wrong, you're sitting there taking yeah, away. You might be. But uh, but I'm tempted to try it just because it's uh, it's not guilty. It's it's found presumed not guilty by association for me. So I have a little bit of hope in that regard, because when it comes to fantasy MMOs that are free to play, I've not liked much of any Lord of the Rings Online's okay, but I felt a little gimped there. Um, it didn't do that much for me. What, what was the well, dun- some of them aren't even that great. Yeah, you know, just, I don't think it was that it, good. Dungeons and Dragons had one. The, the Dungeons and Dragons online one was pretty awful, which is why I think <laughs> I never did. I think I that played one. that for 3 minutes. I yeah, I played I gave that I gave it about 4 hours and I I finally said I can't do this anymore. But I believe, we, we all I believe tried that, that Neverwinter right? I believe that Neverwinter is D&D themed. I think that's where that name comes from. We've tried to we all tried to play that one. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't and we that, couldn't link up at all because was, of the intro was so that was long. Pain, that was one of the most painful experiences I've ever had. It was, I was a like, very I am not having fun. A very not pretty game given when it came out. It was very dull. The color palette was really washed out. It seemed then, like nothing worked correctly. Yeah, nothing the the net code like you couldn't your attacks did, were lagged out. Yeah. It was <laughs> your animations never worked right. No, yeah, and that didn't look that, that good. That was one with. game where I was like, I'm going to give it a try cuz they're trying it, but I hate this. Now, what was that South Korean one? Terra? Was that the name of it? Uh, I yeah, know I think that is Terra a game. Yeah. Is a beautiful free to play MMO. It is gorgeous. Um, thematically, it lost me. It lost me style wise, but it is very, very pretty. Uh, and I, it, it, it would, it did everything I think WoW did in a pretty good way from the. First, I only played a few hours of that, and I could see myself going back to that if I had a group. I he, know he ducked out for dinner. I know it's six <laughs> he o'clock. Left, he left I know he totally. He's like he's like I gotta go. She's not gonna let me eat. <laughs> she'll call my wife <laughs> and she'll tell her not to feed me. He left, he threw us under the bus. I know. I know. He's, he's up there eating our dinner right now. Yeah. How he just abandoned studio. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's six o'clock on the pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I. I, I really think the reason why MMOs can get away with it is because when you play an MMO, you're to even try it, if you're not out of it in a couple hours, you're 
already making a major plan to invest time. Yeah. So and those they things have a, do take t- – you have yeah. to invest time in something yeah, like to that. To even taste an MMO, you right. have to put a lot of time into it. And so at that point, you're in there for lack of a better word. You're inside their store for a lot longer. Yeah. So I think the reason why MMOs are more apt to do it is because they know they're going to have you as a captured audience for a longer period of time. Whereas with an action game, you can come and go. You know, well, and you can you can consume it and be done with it in a weekend if you really choose. I think there's a lot more if you go into an MMO and you, I mean, you see some things that you have to pay for, some things you don't. There's so much to do in the world, yeah. that you want to know. Well, maybe I won't have to pay so much of the next town, yeah. So you keep playing, yeah. And at that point, you could have been, oh, now I've invested my time. I actually like this part of the game. Yeah. So they know that you'll at least go in there to explore or do something or you'll find something you like that will keep you there for long enough that you might end up investing more into it. Right. And it really, it's like a trap. It really is a trap. It is. And MMO, well, that's why people get addicted, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I I think maybe the, maybe the free-to-play platform is more successful for MMOs or at least more, I would say, more commonly used yeah. for MMOs because yeah, they know you're going to be there longer. That button that says, you know, buy more happy points is going to be sitting there flashing at you for yeah. more hours. Whereas with an action game, they know you might jump in for 30 to 45 minutes. You say, Oh, hate once it, rage a quit. So yeah. Yeah. And maybe you come back to it, but you're not in there ready to buy their stuff as often. So maybe, maybe that's the trade off. Maybe that's why the belief system is that, you know, we can do it with this, but we can't do it with that. But I'm yeah. hoping that with what Valve's doing, and I'm hoping Loadout is successful. I, you know, I was telling you about it. You hadn't heard a lot about Loadout. I hadn't heard anything. Yeah, and and I haven't heard a lot about it either from the, the various outlets that I follow. I really hope people give it a shot because I really want it's good enough to be successful. I want it to be successful so that we see more people following the examples that are being set. I'm, I'm pretty picky when it comes to first-person shooter games on the PC, especially. Well, good thing is a third-person shooter. Yeah. No. Well, it's kind of it. Kind of. <laughs> it really I mean, is kind of first-person. It any, really is anything shooter-wise. I'm kind of against them on the computer, just because I prefer the. I grew up with it as an Xbox. You are. Oh, you, I grew up as a shooter. Oh, generation gap. I know. I prefer twin sticks. Oh, you, yeah. you and your. Well, I mean, maybe <laughs> it's not so much I prefer it. It's just that's what I know. Yeah, it's funny. As an example, when I fired up Loadout earlier to show it to Chris, I had my wired 360 controller sitting on my desktop, but I was using my mouse and keyboard. And when I first started playing, immediately my desk started making a noise because the controller, the rumble, is engaged, even though I'm using the mouse and keyboard. So I took the controller and I laid it down on the carpet so it could rumble to its heart content without bothering me. And he goes, Chris goes, you're going to use the mouse and keyboard? (laughs) And I'm like, yes, it's a shooter. And he's like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> just lost on him that anyone I'm like I am way better with the mouse and keyboard I mean I'm fine with a controller but I'm way better with a mouse and keyboard I'm definitely faster with a mouse and keyboard but yeah I'm definitely more precision with a controller that blows you got, you got, me away you more precision that with a controller. blows me I think because uh, I I'm slower so I can like like an example a moving target off in the distance if I'm trying to use a sniper rifle I can I can gauge better how fast they're moving and move my thumbs accordingly compared to moving my whole hand with a mouse. Really? Yeah, I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. I with that. But, I mean, Me I too. played so much I mean, it's Halo reason, 1 through 9. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> but that's the reason why Steam's coming out with a new controller because right. trying to help bridge that gap, gap you, there. So I'm glad you brought up the Steam controller. Have you been uh, 
Pardon me while I chew on some candy. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I had to get there that taste go, out of my mouth. I have, my stomach is still turning. He is, um, he's puking everywhere. Yeah. And we just... I, uh... Have you been following, uh, have you been reading what, what the current impressions are of more and more uh, people in the industry have been getting their hands on it? I have not uh, in the last several weeks. So um, I've actually been curious and was thinking about, you know, I should get on and read some more about it because I, I did a few weeks ago and I couldn't really find anything new uh, with anybody actually saying something. So uh, I'm really curious because now, now there should be a lot of... There are more and lot. more popping up. And here's here's the thing that troubles me. No one... Out of probably maybe the 15 things I've read of people responding to it, not one person has said, I love it. Not one. Absolutely everyone except a couple who a couple have just said, I don't think it's got a shot. Almost everybody else has said, it's uh, it's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go, now, I've only spent like 30 minutes with it, and it's definitely something that's going to take some getting used to. But here's the thing that a couple of the more analytical people have said, and this is the thing that I've been wondering about ever since we first got a look at the fact that it is twin touchpads instead of sticks, which is the problem when you have your thumb, like, let's say, up to the upper right and you're turning and you move your you lift your thumb up off that touchpad snaps back there. Well, it depends on the game. There's no zeroing. Okay. there's nothing. And also there's nothing on your thumb after you've lifted it off the pad to tell it where to go back immediately. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just going to have to be muscle memory to know where the center is. Which but is a lot more like a mouse than a stick. Yes. It is more like a mouse than a stick, except you still move the mouse back. You never lift your hand up. Right. I can lift the mouse up, and I can... Yeah. And, the and, goal and has I'm, always been with mice, though, is to set it up so you don't have to lift it up. The The goal has always been to keep it so that it's relatively centered. But the thing is, with the mouse... You know, you lift it up because you're at the edge and you go back to the center in that regard. So, yeah, you could move your thumb like that. But there's it's it's hard to describe. And when I heard it, though, I was saying that's exactly my biggest concern with the thing is that, you know, when your hands on the desk holding a mouse, you know how to get back to the center of your mouse pad. But your thumb may not instantly know exactly what the center is because you're looking with a much smaller surface area, much smaller surface area. You may not. There's going to be a. There could be a lot of room to make a mistake on a much smaller space because your much smaller space has to account for a much larger space on screen. Yeah. So smaller mistakes mean this, bigger issues. Yeah, this is interesting because you know if you're only spending well, well, first of all, you know who who are reviewing these? Are they are they predominantly controller based? You know, growing up with a controller, or they grow up with a mouse? So and, I and, I think they're people that have been doing doing it all they're industry then, game industry people yeah but a lot of ga- game industry people come from I play with a controller on my PC I know I, I, so I'm not I don't, so, I don't. yeah I, I I don't know really what that says about it but another thing is yeah I don't think this is something where you can sit there and play it for thirty minutes and have any clue what, you know after you've played it for several hours of. You know, if I played it for forty hours, now okay, I'm comfortable. I I pick up a controller with twin sticks, and I I curse the thing <laughs> on on most games because I I don't my brain doesn't get it. I can't wrap around it yet. I, it take it would take a long time for me to play it for me to get comfortable with it. Yeah, it's not because I think it's awful. It's because I'm not comfortable with it, and I I'm wondering if it if it will be a similar thing with that, or is this like okay, this is the first design phase of this. And we're going to see a lot of mistakes that we made, 
and a lot of room for improvement. Yeah, it depends on if Valve takes their time. I think they should have probably done more beta testing with before they did the big unveil, but they probably also knew that it was going to get leaked at some point or another um, because you got to get more people to try it. Um, yeah. I, I think my 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 biggest concern with this at this point, you know, the technical ability of it and the ability for people to use it well can be debated back and forth until, you know, like you said, people have time. Yeah. Is it, however, a marketing disaster? Because if it is getting such tepid responses, will anyone support it? Well, and does it matter with the controller? You mean, is the controller just going to translate immediately to, like, what your mouse and keyboard would otherwise be doing? So who needs to support it? What do you mean? Well, no, what I mean is, okay, so the controller's a marketing disaster. What is it? Does that even mean anything for SteamOS and Steambox? Well, yeah, I don't care about SteamOS and Steambox right now. I'm talking about a controller. I was really excited about a Valve controller until I saw the touchpads, and when I went, eh, and I got all butthurt. <laughs> I uh, now I'm 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 still I'm I'm I was unconvinced, and I'm feeling less and less convinced. Yeah, this is one of those things that... I'm definitely going to read reviews, but you know whether they're super positive or super negative or all over the place or no one's committing to anything. Or just tap it. It, it doesn't mean anything to me ultimately until I have one in my hands and I'm actually using it because that's what matters to See, me. See, what matters to me is what I spend my money on. And if I have to spend hours using it before I can get used to it, then I won't want to take the risk. And I think there are a lot of people like me out there, which means – if there's a lot of people like me out there that aren't willing to take the risk because they got to spend the money, even though it's something they have to get used to, it would have to come out like gangbusters and have everybody saying, no, this is better. This is a better way to play games to get people who are on the fence and don't. And, you know, OK, if it's going to take me 10 to 20 hours to get used to it, meaning I'm not going to get used to it before I spend the money or my buddy lends it to me for a couple of days, then they're not going to buy it. That's under, that's under the assumption you're selling the the controller separately. There, if, if there's Steam boxes, it will be so separately bundled. There may you know who's not going to say that we're going to bundle Steam, but Asus may bundle Steam uh, controller. If with we their, have to make it a conversation about both of them, then I think we have to acknowledge the fact that the Steam boxes right now there have the excitement is waning on those as well because there you know there was already feedback coming in about the fact that the games that are actually available for Linux other than the Valve games are all the small indie stuff and you can't play the big action games unless you pay them play them streaming and I don't think the press is taking the fact that the stream play is a viable option I, I believe it is I've heard a lot that there are certain Twitch games you're not going to want to play streaming even from your living room mm-hmm. But that, for the most part, you can play a lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, there are a lot of games... I don't think the press is really giving that that much credit because the press is all... These are the guys who've already figured out... They've got PCs hooked up to their TVs or they review games sitting at a desk already. And that's my problem with the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying that all of that has to be taken into account when you start spending money on product development. How will it be received? Who will be the people receiving it? You have two audiences. You have the audience. You have your first audience, which are the ones who communicate everything to your actual end user audience. And that first audience, you got to get through. You know, and I don't think I don't know if it is viable that if it will ever even have the chance. Has Valve really even cared about those people as much? They have with this time. They've not historically. Valve has been pretty much, eh? We're not going to worry about it. But this time, they have been. Making sure to get the feedback. A, yeah. Hardware is a brand new thing for them. They are not right. experts at this. Right. And and that's why I I fully expect this to not be, you know, the first, it's the first go around. What first go arounds are ever that great? I mean, ha- to me, it's, Half-Life. it's the <laughs> hardware. I'm talking about hardware. Oh, okay. Because we're talking about hardware. I don't know. Um, talk, talk to my second 360 that's dead upstairs. 
Talk to that guy. Yeah. So I, that guy. <laughs> to me, this is more the potential of the future. Uh, not the first iteration is going to be super successful. Yeah. Now, with that being said, if your first gener- your, your first generation is dead awful and you've completely turned everybody off from it, you know, like you know, Plants vs Zombies two, you might have people who delete it from their phone and I'm done. Yeah, you know. I so. got a second question for you. This is a hypothetical. Okay. What if the Steam controller on the right side had that circular touchpad and on the left side? Had like a D-pad. I don't think my brain could process correctly. I'm just saying I don't use two mice when I play a game. I use one. What well, you don't? I use WASD. No, you don't <laughs> use two. Well, no, and I use it right-handed, wow. despite the fact that I'm left-handed. I'm not you're, a freak like you're gimping yourself. Then. <laughs> What's well, you're completely yeah. gimping yourself. You need two mice. All right, technically, I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, upstairs, my PC does have two mice hooked up to it. <laughs> Because one, the battery went dead the other day and I needed to charge it. But either way, um, yeah. So that's another thing. Two touch screens at once just or two touch pads at once. Is that I, information overload where I can't handle it? Yeah, it's that's that's another barrier to entry that I'm not sure. What is that accomplishing? What is two touch pads accomplishing I don't, that wouldn't be accomplished by one? I don't know. Has anyone stopped to ask that question? Yeah. I'm sure they did. No, I, I don't know. They're pretty confident guys over there. That's, you know... Well, Cor- that's, that's true, but the, the controller's been under development for quite some time. Yeah. So, you know, the the, the whole... Okay, yeah, I guess I'm saying that, and there's a very real possibility that they didn't ask that question. Yeah. But, you know, you would hope that if you're sitting in a room, you know, trying to figure out what's the good replacement for the controller, because it sucks when it comes to open-world games. Yeah. You know, you you would think those kind of questions should be asked anyway. I mean, the, the biggest purpose of this controller was... If, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm under the impression that the biggest point of this thing was to get PC gamers on the couch, right? That's the whole point of the Steam Box, Steam Controller, everything is to make it so you can PC game on your couch. Lazy. But there has been no <laughs> controller option other than a 360 wireless controller that is viable, or, you know, your PS4 one if you're a freak, to use on the couch and so um, valve the said shield the, sh- the NVIDIA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah ha, ha. jokes funny guy check that and one. make <laughs> <laughs> and so valve said all right we'll make something and then uh, they're like but what if we do it what if we do it different like and then what do we do it really different like and okay now here's this wackadoo thing and i'm like is, is it too wacky could it have been real i don't, I don't, I don't know? think i don't think anything had anything to do be with look i don't think it had anything to do with being you know, let's be different or wacky. I think it had a real base in let's try to solve some of the problems that people have with the controller. You don't think you don't today. think there was any corporate culture of we got to be we this got to be a game changer, man. Well, I think that's what the whole point is. Well, that's it, the thing, though. I'm saying that's that's a fine line between we got to be innovative to innovating for innovations or innovating for the sake of being different versus the sake of improvement. Like, are you innovating for the sake of being able to innovate or are you innovating because something needs to be innovated? Well, you just said yourself, you don't like, you know, first person shooters with a, uh, with the controller, right? No, I do. I just prefer mouse and keyboard. If I'm sitting at my computer, I'm it's for go. a shooter. It's a little more accurate. You feel, yeah. You feel there's that it's more yeah. accurate. Yeah. And, and, and never in my life when I was using a laptop for a long time to do my gaming on, which I did for several years, did I go, you know what? I'm going to use WASD and my touchpad ever. 
Well, it's not made I for that. I plugged in yeah. a mouse. It wasn't made for that. It's so not, but that's this kind is of an unfair still, comparison. Yeah. Ooh, I think it's I think it's close to fair. I, I, think, uh, I, I think in your mind you think it's close to fair. I'm scared to death that I'm dead on with that. That's the thing. I I don't know, but it, I'm not saying it was ever Oh, yeah, you go ahead, Chris. You were I, say I was agreeing with how I think it's unfair to say something that wasn't meant to be used like that. Yeah. Because in the Steam controller, it's they're designed to be like that. Yeah. So I think they're more responsive, would, first of I all. I would say that touchpads were not designed to be that way. And it's a touchpad. Now, in that in defense of that, mice were not designed to do that. But mice ended up being pretty, really good at that. Now, here's the thing. The first time you played a shooter with a mouse, you had to get used to it. Oh yeah, I oh. used to I used to be a keyboarder back in the yes, Jedi Knight days. Too. Quake, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I used to be a keyboarder. Used to turn around at a real slow speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all, you know, well, not all of us, Chris. Oh, you're adorable. I used arrow a lot keys. of us. <laughs> <laughs> I know what arrow keys are, but but <laughs> no one uses them. But yeah, when it comes to using a mouse for shooters, it was hard to get used to, but it was the only option you had. So now it's like, all right, you've got to have this be the only option you have. It won't be. Because well, all this yeah. stuff is going to work with the 360, and, and a lot of a lot of people are getting older. A lot of gamers, the, yeah, the, a lot of people that went through this before are getting older. And so, as you get older, it's hard for your mind to want to adapt to new things. And a lot of those, and the younger generation who started off gaming, and you know, I don't know, their most influential game from their childhood is like Fable from <laughs> Xbox One. That sounds like the also, dumbest you've ever heard. Also, <laughs> also had Halo, and I'm sorry, once Halo hit the ground the younger generation didn't have to care about mouse and keyboards because halo was the one that made a shooter on sticks work i mean goldeneye was great but it was rough to play and if you go back now it's like oh what am i doing this is awful help yeah halo was the first game to make a shooter on a cons on a controller feel right and if you've grown up with that it's part of me. You, you heard Chris say he prefers yeah. the controller. Yeah. So if you've got the older generation who goes, why don't this is what? And you got the younger generation going, oh, what's the point? We have this thing that works fine. So stifle progression because we're too stubborn to change. No. Yes. 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 Manage <laughs> yes. progression in no, a way no, that no, is no, swallowable. No, 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 no. You said you well, said okay, yourself. What would you change then? What would you do different? Well, I th- you know I pitched the the idea just now to potentially instead of having two touchpads, having yeah, and, one. And I'm not I'm not opposed to that. I'm, I, I'm I just yeah, that, I still don't understand nice the, the that point could be of interesting. A, I don't understand the point of a second touchpad. You know, I I get symmetry is great, and if I wanted to play a game like you know like a tank control game or something like that, then yeah, symmetry is a wonderful thing. But I just don't know if it's going to accomplish anything that just a simple you know four directional or eight here directional. Here we go. Here we go. Sell attachments that go over the touchscreens that are thumbsticks. <laughs> Is it a suction cup? Yes. That sounds marvelous. Well, yeah. I'm glad we've solved the problem. <laughs> suction cups. Uh, they, that's patented by Chris Stump. Yeah. Uh, press play safe. It yeah. is. I don't see the patent. I just search for it. Uh, it was, it's uh, patent, pending. patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Uh, so. <laughs> All right, dessert. All right, let's lay that one to rest. Hey, if you tuned in last week, you may be aware that we said that this week we were going to be giving out another free game. Well, we lied to you. Can I bring up a news story really quick? What's that? (sighs) What's that, Owie? They're all all like, oh, free game. And now you're like, well, it's time for news. That's kind of why I did that. Because I get people excited about the free game and then, ha ha. Dash them upon the rocks. Time to learn. Uh, Yep. (laughs) They're saying PS4 has twice as many sales as Xbox One. Twice as now I'd heard 
that the units shipped or sold were higher, but twice? Yeah. Doble? Who's saying? Um, Who the, I the, ask the numbers you. that are coming in that are reporting how many you have the, been the sold. tickers that are going across your proprietary access screen right now. Yep, I I have special access to each of their systems. Yeah, that I've hacked into. Oh, yeah, logged in, and uh, I could tell. So, despite the <laughs> fact that there's absolutely no news in the industry this week because everyone apparently is playing the Titanfall beta, and that's it. <laughs> Boom, toast. You're telling me that the PS4, which does not have Titanfall. Has moved twice as many. Yeah, and and that, this is saying that the Sony has confirmed that they, you know, this is a statement. It appears to be a statement of unconfirmed numbers, but Sony's saying they're wow. selling. Wow, this is what wow. we're selling compared to what Xbox saying they're selling. Wow, Bold you know, move. I'm telling you, uh, I, Microsoft is going to have a hard time pulling out of the downward spiral that they had when they kicked all this off a year ago. With saying, hey, guys, we're making a new console, and guess what? It hates your mom. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's probably going to beat up on your sister and slap her around a little. And by the way, it ran over your dog with the car, and then oh. now it's planning on backing up over the corpse. Is that who killed Nelly? Yeah. That was Microsoft. That was Microsoft. And so, yeah, they recanted on everything, but damage was done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? The recanting does more damage to some other people. Yeah. I don't know that there were that many people that when Microsoft recanted on all the crap they got wrong with the planning of the Xbox One went, okay, good. Whew, I'm back in, guys. <laughs> I think I think there was more people who went, really? Really? Can I trust yeah. you now? I don't know. I mean, the thing's selling. It's moving a lot of units. There are a lot of people that really enjoy them for good reason. But there's a lot of people that have got burnt. And, I, and you know what? The more reading I've done, there's a lot of people like me out there who go, you were going to charge me to watch Netflix on your machine? Yeah. What? I think, actually, this podcast is solely responsible for those people. It's being true. Like, it's true. Yeah. Thank you, us. Yeah. Yes. Microsoft, if you want us to say good things about you, let me tell you where to send the check. <laughs> um, you can buy a Roku for cheaper than a single-year subscription to Xbox Live. Yes. And then you can get your access to... Uh, you can get your access to Netflix, Amazon Prime, all these services, Pandora, without paying a dime after you buy that unit. Right. But you can't play, like, Xbox games. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, right. that's not confirmed. Now, do you, do you actually think that maybe there's I, a lot I of people who are... I think that counts as confirmed. Oh, okay. <laughs> you think a lot of people might be actually uh, waiting for the Xbox, to buy the Xbox One to see how, over the next six months to year what it's like. I think the vast majority of people are waiting. Yeah, I agree. The vast majority of people to buy into this new console cycle are waiting to see what happens, but a good huge amount of those people are waiting to see what all of their friends buy. Yes, and, and if, if they're buying, and if they're PS4s, buying according to these numbers, most of their friends are drying, buying PS4s. Drying PS4s, they're yes. Drying them they're too. picking they PS4s <laughs> fresh off the vine, laying them out on burlap <laughs> under a nice hot afternoon yep. sun and making yep. PlayStation jerky. Yes. That's right. It's delicious. Yum. It tastes very Japanese. Mm, yes. Which means sweet but subtle. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have no idea, but oh. let's give away a free game, yes, shall we? let's do that. Hey, everybody, if you tuned in last week, you know that we want to give away a free game. And if you were listening five minutes ago, you know we want to give away a free game. So this <laughs> week, the free game. <laughs> let's make him answer a riddle or something. Work mm, for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't have any on next yeah. next next game. I am giving a riddle, <laughs> yeah. not this one. Next I game, you're gonna have a riddle to answer. You have to riddle him something. But in the meantime, I think instead we're just gonna have you tweet PS Jerky if you can hashtag PS Jerky PS Jerky PS Jerky. Okay, PS Jerky hashtag PS Jerky. Tweet us at Press Play to save, and the first person 
to tweet us that, uh, and excluding our previous winner, <laughs> uh, you, you'll be eligible again, I promise. But, uh, but the first person to tweet us, uh, hashtag PS jerky at press play to save will get a copy of natural selection two, which is an online, uh, first person shooter team based, uh, sci-fi aliens eating things and spitting acid and yum, yum. all sorts of uh, wonderful gameplay awaits you in the uh, the horrible, de- decrepit world of Natural Selection 2. Great game. Very well received. Uh, very good following for that one. Also, so, it's free. And it's free if from you are us. the first person from to us. tweet hashtag PS Jerky <laughs> at Press Play to We're say. We're also giving away copies of Loadout. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the and copies of Loadout so. you can eat. Yeah. 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 So hey, uh, do that as fast as you possibly can. I don't. If you're listening to this four days after it goes up, don't take for granted that you might not still be the first person <laughs> to tweet it. Please do, and we will. We will uh, on Steam. We will. We'll. We'll contact you over Twitter, and we'll get your Steam ID, and we will become. Cooper buddies on Steam, and we will gift the game to you there to play. If you wish to be unfriended, we will on your you personal that. computer. Yes, we will. Yes, we won't if you demand, you. well, you, I think you can just unfriend us at that point. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. So we will make that happen. Uh, we have one happy user who's already who's already proven that we are not so technologically inept that we can't make this happen for you. <laughs> so please tweet us, and you know what? You can also tweet us with your questions. Uh, you can tweet us up at at Press Play to Save. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash better kind. And you will find us there. Like us, share us. We send up announcements. Hey, that's the, the fastest way to find out when the podcast goes up. You know, I know you guys sit there all week with your finger hovering over your touchpad device, uh, just refresh, waiting. Refresh, 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 yeah, refresh. Hitting refresh, but missing slightly because you're using a touchpad and going, why God, does this technology <laughs> exist? And, uh, and you could find out easily because it would just show up in your news feed if you, uh, if you like and share. Uh, on uh, on the Facebook and also on Twitter, we we make the announcements there, and occasionally we throw up some of the sales that you might hear about here, or if we hear sales that are only, you know, good for a couple few hours, something like that, we throw them up on the Twitter account, and so those are things that you want to be a part of. I guarantee it. I guarantee yep. you have a personal guarantee. Yeah. Also, also give us positive reviews. Go to iTunes.com. <laughs> Search on Press Play to Save. Give us a five-star glowing review. Tell us that you like our smiles. Because if you're not you know going to give us five stars, then go F yourself. You know, you, I'll take four. I'll take four. You give us four star reviews. But, yeah, tell us nice things. You know, we need we need to hear that, too. Or Stitcher. Stitcher. We're get getting, get on the Stitcher. people who like us on Stitcher. All right. Jump on the Stitcher. Let's create a community. We're going to have a party. Mm. Uh, what Podcast land. We always want to be the podcast of the month on Podcast Land, and every vote counts. I know I sound like I'm sponsored by Podcast yes. Land. Every vote counts, yeah. so get on there. And we, should does, be. The, uh, yeah. we should be. Yeah, we should be. Yeah. We should be. We yeah. should. We've gotten close a few land times. Is your your votes are null and void at the first of the month? You don't so. say it that way. You don't. You got to spin it marketing wise. Remember, okay. I'm trying to get the marketing right, stuff through. Right. You. Just through I'm going to say the same thing back to you. Ready? All right. All right. The thing about Podcast Land is every month you can do it again, and it counts every ah! time. You can get on there with as many email addresses as you want. And you can vote us as the your favorite uh, podcast ever every single month. Now he's a liar. Yeah, well, what's well, not true? What did I say that you, wasn't true? You, could, you said you said you could, we can they can do stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> vote, I'm on board. Except, yeah, how he's email. forbidden all of you from doing things. <laughs> you you uh, apparently they have super special technology that you can only vote once. Because they can figure out even if you have multiple emails. Is that what the disclaimer? When did that happen? Because they didn't figure it out. I mean, what? 
<laughs> no. I don't know how the unsubstantiated reports that people Just have done that. Do what you feel is right. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely and, and very well. So yes, get on podcastland.com and search for us and rate us as your favorite. Do it every month. Every month because every month they have a podcast of the month and we want that to be us. It's a new uh, a new podcast aggregator and I think yeah. it's 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 a it's a great little way to find yep. new stuff. And you know what? For everybody else, we want to be that new stuff and we need your help to do it. So get on all these services and rate us up and we would be very very happy. In the meantime, hey, we got no questions. We got no emails. We got nothing to talk about this but week. Do we got? So, have, are we even sales? five minutes into this podcast? Do we, do we yet? have sales to S- talk about? Sales? What are the? Oh, cheap humble games. bundles. All right, let's do it. Let's do the humble bundle. The humble report. I have a phone. Indicate. You guys have iPads and okay. Well, tell mine's, me what's going on with the humble mine's bundle. Mine's broke. The uh, <laughs> the uh, the weekly sale because the regular humble bundle is still the same. The yeah, Civ we stuff. talked about that last week. Lots of Sid Meier classics awaiting you. The Civilization games. The weekly sale, but on the humble weekly sale is Indicade. Indicade um, and stuff. I I don't think I've heard of any of these games. Yeah, well, share and read off some titles. It moves. And yet it moves. And I've heard of moves. that game. That's uh, that's a very critically uh, well received game. The Dream Machine one, two, and three. Okay, chapters chapters one, two, and three. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce the third one. <laughs> L- it's Phantasmagoria. It's Luxu- Luxuria Superbia. Yeah, there you go. Thank oh. you. That uh, sounds so like something those, I want. Those three are included in the uh, the regular the price. Regular one, and there's three more for if six, you pay more than six. Six bucks. Six or more, yeah. Six bucks or more, and you will get... Dear Esther. Dear Esther, also very, very popular amongst uh, amongst the hardcore and the critics. There Ooh, you go. What? what? Hardcore? Yeah. No, not, not porn. Settle oh. back down. Settle back oh. down. Everything's going to be okay. Okay. But there, there is the bridge. The bridge? Yes. Great ways to cross over waterways or ravines? No, he's talking about the game. Oh, okay. That's also yes. good. Yes. And seven grand steps. All right. Are the Which you might use to take the bridge. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now, you were telling me, Chris, there's something new on BundleStars.com. There's, yeah, a new bundle a, on the there Bundle is Stars. a new bundle. A new star of bundles. It's called the Crazy Machines Ooh. Bundles. <laughs> Crazy. Pay These only. machines have deep psychological disorders. Are you done? Are you done? Probably. No, I think he needs to keep going. I don't really know any of these either. Uh, but for $4.02, that's all they get you at the two cents. Yeah. You get. Currently. Crazy Machines. Crazy Machines 1.5, Crazy Machines 2, Crazy Machines 2 DLC. I really wish Crazy Machines 2 was called Crazy Machines 2 Crazier Machines. No. And then you get another DLC with it, and then Crazy Machines 2 uh, New Year DLC, Invaders DLC, uh, Crazy Machines 2 Liquid Liquid Force. Can you tell tell at all what Crazy Machines is by looking at what you're looking at? A bunch of Crazy Machines. That's crazy. I don't know how to... Here's a picture. Maybe you can decipher All these that. machines suffer from bipolar disorder. It's it, like a... Okay, like a so this one, Okay, like a, if, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to date myself for a moment. If you guys remember The Incredible Machine... Nope. I remember playing this on Windows 3.1, where it looks like you take a bunch of devices and you put them in different fashions to Rube make... Rube Goldberg. Yeah, Rube Goldberg-type devices. And that I love that kind of stuff. I can lose a lot of time uh, playing around with stuff, like turning gears and things to make, accomplish kinda, a task. It looks... I mean, it's like 3D modeling. Yeah, it looks pretty. Yeah, it looks neat. Looks nice. I say, uh, yeah, for four bucks, you probably f- and two cents currently. Yes, yes, yes. At yes, present, yes, yes, yes. who knows what it'll be when you listen, listener? Uh, that looks like it could be a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. Anything, anything wild and crazy on Steam sales right now? You know, Sunday's not a great day to be looking at Steam sales. No, because they, they go 
<laughs> go new on Monday. Yeah, yeah. It's probably uh, serves us best to go back to recording on Wednesdays just for the Steam sales and not everything else. And then Humble Bundle. And yeah, the Humble bundles, u- <laughs> bundles are useless at that point. Anything, yeah. uh, anything, anything the Witcher uh, 2 is 80% off. It's a free weekend. Oh, wait, because uh, done by the time you listen to this. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. But that's uh, that's pretty good, 80% off for The Witcher 2. A lot of people like that. It's very hardcore RPG. We've talked about that. Castlevania 2 is, oh, not on as good a sale as it was before. Yeah, That's not that even sad. worth mentioning. But, yeah, it's always sad when the really great sales stay up, but they become a less great sale. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I feel bad for all the people who buy it now instead of a couple days ago. But, you know, it's a slow week. Like we said, everybody's in on the Titanfall beta, which will be opening up to PC soon. Although Titanfall is not a game that you're going to be able to buy cheap anytime soon. I'm hoping some of us get in on the uh, PC beta. So we at least talk about it at that point, because I believe it will be an open beta. I don't believe there'll be any uh, hardcore uh, and uh, non-disclosure agreements so that Howie comes in and goes, well, I played a game. I can't tell you what it is. I do that a lot. <laughs> we say, what genre is it, Howie? Eh, I signed a non-disclosure. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't clicked on a non-disclosure. Saying. can't tell you what kind of game it was. <laughs> what color was the menu? Uh, the color is it's well, private. It's a yeah, private yeah, color. Yeah. 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 I, I have the hex code, but you know, I can't share it with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my Howie impression. Sounds yep. dead on, doesn't yeah, it? it? Is dead I'm working on. on my Hogmas, but I can't find the right type of soap to fill my mouth with. I can't do a Hogmas. Yeah. How I don't even know if I could do one right now. Yeah, I know. I'm having trouble even remembering what Hogmas sounds like. It's right. been I don't know. so long what since we were Hogmas. Can I try? Uh, yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, 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 fellas. This is my, this is my best attempt at a Hogmas. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I need to be reading a story to my daughter to really like get Hogmas. You need to have the shoulders up like yeah, you, you gotta you gotta crunch, get the shoulders crunch, as close to your crunch ears as the possible. neck way down into your chest. Hey, hey fellas, this is a little awkward for everybody. <laughs> oh man, oh Hoggy, Howie's yeah. voices, I tell you, they never get old. They're top notch. They get old so fast that they don't ever get any older. <laughs> they're old instantly, and yeah. then they're 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 matured. Prop, prop. Yep, yeah, yep. Words. <laughs> yeah, we're having trouble speaking. Yeah. Well, at Words. least I'm not vomiting. The vomit bucket. I would like to say we have reached the end of our podcast, my friends. Yes. And the vomit bucket is vomit free. Uh, there is like, no, no one can either vomit. confirm nor deny that. I'm holding it right here. This is. Oh yeah, everyone. That's look. An, that's an empty vomit. You can tell can you, from the can vibrations. You, can you pick up the real? I'm, I'm now talking into the vomit bucket, and there is no smell <laughs> causing me to further vomit, or vomit at all, for that matter. So, wow. yes, we have made it without any vomit. However, it's unfortunate. It's a good thing I didn't vomit, because if I did, my stomach would be empty, and I would be hungry, and it is now... You're dead. 6.39, yeah. so I, I will not be eating dinner I, ever uh, again. I went up there. I, sorry, guys. I had to go uh, tinkle. We told everybody no, that you want to eat our food. You <laughs> threw us under the bus to go eat dinner. Yep. And I, well, if that was the case, I would definitely be running right back down here because I smell burnt stuff. So have yeah. fun with that. Welcome to dinner at my house. Hope she never listens, and I know she won't. Because <laughs> even if she does, she'll only listen to the goofy stuff at the beginning and then tune out as soon as we start talking Gotta about Gotta get games. it done at six. Turn up the heat. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. I told them six. It's not going to be done. I have to turn it. Oh, things went south. Have some macaroni. <laughs> We're all I having macaroni. Corn flakes. Yeah, <laughs> cornflakes. Exactly. But in the meantime, hey, listeners, we're really glad that you came to hang out 
out with us. Uh, we're going to have more for you next week. And also, don't forget to tweet us, hashtag PSJerky at Press Play to Save. Be the first person for your own very own copy. Meow. Your own very own copy of Natural Selection 2 on the Steam for your personal computer. Uh, hey, everybody. We'll see you again next week. We out. We out. We out.